You're listening to the Michael Papinchak Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. It's TMPS, I believe, 122. And we have Jason here and also Chris, who he is a new friend of ours from the Scranton area, right? Yes, yep. And how long have you been in the Pittsburgh area now? Oh, not even two months. Not so. even two months? Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Just about, yeah. We, we searched far and wide. Yes. To find a Scranton friend. Yeah. Because and, and, we, we're men of the people. Yes. And we went to Scranton. Yeah. To find Chris. Yes. yes. It, it was like a... It was like the the bachelorette. Yeah, I was I was homeless digging through the trash. Yeah. These nice gentlemen yeah. and an S five fifty came and said, "Hey, yeah, yeah, you should come with us and be our friend in Pittsburgh." Yeah. That's that's the end of the yes, story. Yes, and that's how it went down. Well, um, so we 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 became fast friends because of uh, two common interests: cars and luxury timepieces. And so that's what we're here to talk about today. And um, Jason has brought some Cuervo Isobrinoses. I brought out my, my Cuervos Humidor. What are you wearing? I'm actually not wearing anything. So I, we're going to have a watch podcast. I forgot to put on a watch. you're not going to wear a watch. I forgot to put on a watch. That's Mickey Mouse. I forgot to put on a watch. <laughs> but, I, but they're literally in the next room. So all 50 of oh them. Oh, my goodness. So what prompted us to do this show is... Wow, that is so. We um, I am drinking a Jefferson's Manhattan, and and what are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, just Basil Hayden. Basil yep. Hayden, and uh, so this is like a pre-mixed Manhattan, and uh, I think I need to get a little little water in there. It's a little strong. <laughs> that's okay. That's uh, that's how it's meant to be. You see, Mike has the good ice too. You know, he has the ice maker. Yeah. Did yeah. you notice that? I did notice. Yeah, yeah it, it's a big deal. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, so this is a high quality space. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Kona is, uh, trying to get situated as yeah. usual. There she is. Okay. She is part of the show. So what prompted us to do this is, um, last year I picked up a, actually, and we all recently within the last 12 months picked up a, a Rolex. Yes. And you just got a Submariner. Yep. And you wanted to talk about ADs, Rolex, and what's going on with the watch market. Yeah. So yeah. I thought, let's get started. Now, my thing is, I went and I wanted to get a a, a date just, and I I built it with the lady on the Rolex website, yep. and I said, order me that, mm-hmm. and she said three months maybe, and it came in thirty days, and I was okay. and I didn't care. I was going to buy it no matter what. So if it was three months or six months, I just said, call me. You know, I don't need it. It's not like for a present or something or graduation it's just for me right you just want to roll so i just want one and yeah. but it only took 30 days and, and what and what was your uh, story yeah so i went into um well obviously i'm new to the area so i went to um i went to the ad downtown in squirrel hill and okay. i said uh um i said i was interested you know i told them about my current watch collection i told them i'm a big tutor fan yes um and mostly my argument was uh you know it as ignorant as it was, my, my argument was that you don't need a, a, a Rolex if you have a Tudor. I always thought Tudor made, uh, they, and they make a phenomenal timepiece. I yeah. love their watches. Um, I've owned several at this point. Um, and, uh, and she said, well, have you ever tried a Rolex? I said, you know, my father owns one. I've, I've worn his. I helped sure. him pick his out. 
I know the story. I said, my problem with Rolex, though, is I'm, I, I don't like to play the waiting games. I'm not trying to play games with people to buy my watch. I want to see it. I want to buy it if I like it. If I don't, yeah. I'll move on. Well, she said, let me, you know, and so she had me trying on different things and, and sure enough, the, the Submariner date stuck with me pretty well. I, I did like that. And I, I, I had my heart kind of set on an Explorer too. the Polo okay. White. I think we're on the 216570 or whatever the reference number is now. Sure. Um, it, it is incredible how guys can talk about reference numbers. <laughs> like I'm, yeah. I, I'm not, we're getting you know, there. I, I'm, I, you know, I mean, I think. I got the Casio GA2100 because that's so easy. Yep. Now yeah. they're now they're actually with the 2110. Now there's actually GBs. I, but anyway, well, there are certain things about reference numbers. I mean, yeah. not to go too tangential here, but <clears throat> there are certain things about reference numbers that make a lot of sense that would make sense if you're a car guy. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if a if a Rolex uh, reference number ends in a zero, it's made of oyster steel. Oh. Right. So, like, they do stuff that makes a lot of sense. Um, the, it's just not random, right? Because so, like, because like VIN numbers, those correct, those letters have meaning, and they do, yeah. And and the reference numbers are just like that. So the reference number for the Submariner date is twelve sixty six ten LN, and LN stands for Lunette Noir, okay, which means like a black bezel, right? So it, it's that's what the LN stands for. So they all do kind of make sense, and that's how they like you get better if you actually own the watch which is why i don't know many reference numbers because mm -hmm. i haven't owned a lot of them so like sure it's yeah just, it just depends but once you own it you're like oh i, I get this yeah and you start memorizing movement numbers like this is the three two three five is caliber and movement the same thing they're they're interchangeable interchangeable yeah because yeah. yeah. like i i go on these websites and it's like you know uh lug width and diameter and then it's like caliber and then or it says movement sometimes and you say you say caliber if you own a mercedes and you say movement if you own a ram truck oh okay all right <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> so my new cartier santos blue dial has mm -hmm. has a caliber correct okay that's right all right <laughs> all right so um but so back to the story. So I, it was a Thursday when I went in. Um, I guess they clearly saw me as an enthusiast, right? Sure. And not someone that was just going to buy it and sell it 10 yeah. seconds later. And yeah. uh, I, she said, well, what do you – I?" so I had the Submariner date on and then uh, actually a Datejust. Uh, I think that we're – what, Datejust 41? Now yes. we're on. It was blue dial and the uh, Roman numerals, yes. which I really liked. Um, and uh, – she said, well, which one do you like best? I said, you know, I like the Submariner. I said, well, what can you do for like an Air King? That was the first thing I actually asked for. Sure, uh, and then yeah. I explored. Big fan of the Air King. I, I like the new Air King. I like the symmetry on the dial. I don't like the crown guards. Yeah. But I can put up with them because honestly, I mean, the crown guards look fine on the Submariner. How much different are they going to look on, on the, and, and I know it's a pilot's, what's supposed to be a pilot's watch. Pilots watch t watches typically don't have crown guards. Yeah, you know, dive watches have crown guards. Right. So, but I think I think really what the point is, I think I think there's a reason that Rolex did this. How many people use Rolex watches for their purpose? They don't. So no. it just yeah. like, and this is so I, I I thought about this actually, and if you've noticed the new generation of the G wagon mm -hmm. went from a solid front axle to a split front axle. Now that makes it terrible for off road, right? We know we've kind of accepted that a solid front axle is what you want for off roading. Sure. And that's been that's been parroted as the best luxurious off road vehicle. Yeah. But Mercedes said to themselves at some point, we need to be practical about this, and but because a split front axle has better ride quality, mm -hmm. and so they switched it out. 
and you know of course the the enthusiasts who will never own one ever in their life and even if they did they wouldn't off-road it were very upset and everybody who buys one says wow the ride quality is so much better yeah i think rolex is doing the same thing i think rolex said we've made sort of a pilot's watch or a an homage to you know piloting and we're, we're still into that phase but let's face it people need the practicality of their crown not being destroyed if they hit it against something mm, i see here i see the uh, the uh, crown guards here i'm on the rolex website yeah and the zero five was a great addition to the air king in my opinion Ooh. that was the thing that always put me off from the air king was it only had a five on the dial and it was very awkward in terms mm -hmm. of in terms of design symmetry yeah look at that yeah i think that was a very good choice by rolex and i think it was a practical choice just like again just like mercedes made the g-wagon different because you know they, they were willing to sacrifice its quote-unquote capability or what people would use yeah, it okay. for in theory for yeah. what people use it for in actuality yeah I've, I've never seen one like in the woods or climbing like a mountain Co correct and, and you won't yeah you might see somebody with pictures on instagram that, it, yeah that somebody took but to be honest with you the people that have the kind of money to off-road those vehicles probably like you know they typically have like the older generation yeah they have a brand new one sitting in the garage that's never I mean it, if if you if you were if you were going to buy a vehicle to do serious off-roading mm -hmm. what would you get a G-Wagon like, a Land Rover like, like new or or just in general I mean wouldn't you get like a Toyota it's a, something it's a, it's a tough choice I mean I, I do like the Land Cruiser is a great car the the Defender's a great choice I think the yeah. new Defenders are a little garish in terms of design but that's kind of where Land Rover has gone mm -hmm. um because like you know, that's a personal. You know, because you know, I was I was selling Volvos, but it's the same building. Yes. The other side has the Jags and and the Rovers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're like very electronically complicated luxury Correct. vehicles. Yeah. And the fact that this would be trying to climb up a rocky thing, it just didn't really make any sense to me that someone would actually spend this much money on this vehicle. And then go, you know, get it all muddied up and well, and, and stuff. And the Brits have a lot of good things to say about Land Rovers. Yeah, but that's because they can get it fixed in their backyard. Yeah. Whereas in the United States, you can't. Right. Yeah. It's but you know Joe Schmo mechanic in the U.S. can fix a Land Cruiser. So yeah. personally, I would probably go with a Land Cruiser. Or yeah. I, you know, I also do like the Forerunners. I think those are great cars. I think they're a little expensive. They're underpowered. And, yeah. they're, and they're uh, they're underpowered. Well, it needs a turbo. That that can be remedied. With yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, can can, be, that can be remedied. We're gonna yeah. take it down to the corner there. We're gonna put a little hickey in there and a hickey yeah. in there. We're gonna get this thing souped up and going. Yeah, you can open that thing up. There's no problem. <laughs> you know what? I mean, that's I mean, manufacturers damp those things down. Mm -hmm. But uh, um, well, I was talking to uh, another Chris who sells cars, and uh, he was telling me that Lexus is gonna get rid of that V6. And go to V4s and stuff. and V4s? There's no more rare, V8s. That's and, a rare engine. I don't know. Lancia Fulvia. That's the first one that comes to mind. For yeah. The, uh, V4 yeah. Well, you know, it's all about fuel economy. and Yeah. They're, even, even F1 cars are turbos now. You know what I mean? It's all... Mm -hmm. 1.6 liter. Yeah. Yeah. Turbos. Which is impressive that they can squeeze over 1,000 horsepower out of a, a shoebox for an engine. Yeah. I mean, really. Like, they used to be big into, like, you know... What three liter V tens? I guess they had before the, that. They had twelves. Right? Then they went to eights. Then they went to tens. Yep. Yeah. Now Which I like the tens. The Cosworth V ten. That was a good yeah. sound. Jaguar. Yeah. That was a, yeah. that was a Jaguar Formula One team. Yeah. Well, hey, I I got to tell you, you know, I was so I have the F one TV app, right? So yeah. 
because I don't have cable. <clears throat> and really, the only thing I watch that would be on TV would be F1 r- races. Yep. So I'm not going to have cable. So instead of paying 100 bucks a month for cable, I pay 100 bucks per year yeah. and have full access to F1 TV. Yeah, I have that. And yeah, I awesome. was watching... So I was born in 1984. So I was mm-hmm. watching the 1984 season. Now, yep. they don't have every single race. What they have is just like like a 10, 11 minute like race. Like, like a highlight yeah, reel. Yeah, thing for yeah. each race. Yeah. And I was telling, you know, Jason, I was like, dude, like there are so many DNFs, like such horrible uh, reliability problems. Yes. And, you would th- and he was like, well, they don't have these power units. They, it, they just have an engine. So it's actually less complicated. Perfect. But in a way... You know, these these F1 cars, famous, like, reliability has always been, like, an issue. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was watching one race. I mean, I they were maybe, uh, well, there were more teams. There were more cars back then. Yeah. Yeah, I have six, seven, eight, ten cars just not working. I mean, uh, Nigel Mansell, his car was, like, on fire. And, and, and the, <laughs> he literally was, like, telling the marshals, would you pl- and he grabbed the fire extinguisher and put out his own car? Like the marshals yeah. were just completely like like oblivious. For, for, Formula yeah. One has has um, dramatically evolved over the years. So I think like I mean nowadays we know who Lewis Hamilton is, sure. obviously, oh, and, yeah. and most people who have ever interacted with Lewis Hamilton uh, or uh, in social media knows who Lewis Hamilton is. Sure, yeah. However. That's pretty much the only "quote unquote" celebrity in Formula One right now. Oh, a hundred percent, right? Yeah. But you know, in the well, in the in the you know in the in the nineties, the eighties, like everyone knew who Michael Schumacher was. Yeah, we knew Nigel Mansell. Uh, yeah. uh, James Hunt was like a you know a big, yeah, like people knew Formula One driver. Yeah. Um, well, I, I you know you know what I was doing? I was sending Jason pictures of these nineteen eighties drivers with their big mustaches and like receding hairlines. Yeah. And now we have like Lando Norris who looks like he's like 12. Right. You know, yeah. it's like a, they were very manly and there were these hot women around and it was like this <laughs> kind of more like James Bondish kind of, you know, vibe yeah. around like F1 drivers were. It was, a, well, it was a romantic time. Yeah, it was a different era. And now it's overregulated. And yeah, when you have it, overregulation, it yeah. you get, you have to walk around in fire retardant suits and yep. instead of bikinis. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. So That's it's true. It's not as fun. I mean, you really can't have women in bikinis down like... Yeah, like cars it. were on fire and girls were in bikinis like yes. right next to <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're like, what's going on? It look, it, yeah. The starting line looked a lot like, uh, you know, the Tokyo Drift movie. Yeah. yeah. That, you know. <laughs> yeah, F1 races looked like Miami Vice. Yes. Every yeah. race. Yeah. yeah. And now... And, just, and that was also that was also Senna's first season, so I kind of wanted to see right, he had yeah. he had one podium. It was all about Prost and Nicky Lauda. That those were the yeah the yeah. the you know Max and Leclerc, you know Verstappen and Leclerc. Right. They were the ones, and they were on the same team. They were the ones fighting for the mm-hmm. championship. And Lauda won by point five points. Well, what's changed? A I half a point. Think the most in Formula One is the regulation. You're talking about. It's overregulated. I agree because at one yeah. point in time we could expect to see something like a six-wheeled car come out. Oh I mean, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, which has happened, and that is kind of a, an oddly beautiful thing. Not the yeah. six-wheeled, no, not the six-wheel car, but the yeah. concept yeah. of at any moment innovation. Someone uh, can yeah. can break out something that is totally shocking to the world that yeah. they've never seen before. The the, yep. the CBT transmission is a great example of that. Yeah. started in Formula One in, I believe, the 80s. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, But it was banned for being too good because the transmission yeah. was never in the wrong gear. 
Yeah. Now we have them in, you know, any run of the mill economy yeah. car has a, a Civic, and and we right. hate yeah. and we hate it. Okay, car, so you know, so in my Lexus in the F Sport, yeah. So a common Lexus will have um, Eco, Normal, and Sport mode. Correct. The F Sport has a Sport Plus. Yep. And I heard another Lexus salesperson say that you actually the transmission moves into that kind of transmission when you're in, when you're in Sport Plus. Now I did not know that. Really. Also, uh, Justin. Mocha said, bunch of Burt Reynolds driving fast fucking cars. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, huh? <laughs> we got to get him back back in the fold. Yeah, we need, we need you know, we, we need to have a more Tom Selleck vibe. Yeah. The mustache and the, like. Maybe I'll go you down. You know, the shorts my... with, like, the palm trees on them and shit yeah. like that. So, yeah. yeah. We need to start dressing like that. Mm -hmm. Unbuttoned our, sh our shirts. Mm -hmm. Tommy Bahama style. You've yeah. already started on the, uh. You got the watch already ready for the outfit. That looks like the perfect watch to wear. With yeah, some... we can wear. Yeah, yeah so, this is a little. This is okay. You know, a little it, bit of a vibe. It can be classy or it can be fruity. Either way, exactly that, that watch. Right. That watch yeah. is very versatile. So, yeah. how long did it take for your sub um to get in? Yeah, I know we've we've yeah. kind of no. Hey, no, this, that, but that's how the show works. I love it. Um, it took so I I went in on a Thursday and the following Monday they called me. <laughs> oh, they said wow. we have a sub date for you. And which I was shocked because normally if someone comes in and has never purchased a Rolex before, um, they usually give you a, a sub no date Especially or maybe they'll, a Rolex. Maybe they'll give yeah. you an OP thirty nine or th yeah. are we on, no we're a not green dial oyster perpetual yeah yeah like some Mickey yeah, Mouse exactly <laughs> some stuff that nobody wants and yeah. they're like oh we could sell it and uh, no but sure enough they gave, they they said they had a sub date for me and I picked it up on that Wednesday so in a matter of six days I ordered and purchased yeah. a. Rolex now, do you AD think they had. had it at the other store? No, because I'd been to the Swickley location. So the, actually, so the Swickley location, uh, they had my Zin U1 was in for repairs. I, I, I should have had you bring that. I yeah. totally. Well, 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 here's the deal. First off, yes, I'm on Instagram Live here, but mm -hmm. we, we need to do a YouTube video where we're showing watches. Yes. This yeah. is more of a discussion. Even if you brought brought it, no one can see it. So it doesn't really matter. So at right. some point, we're going to have to, not here, but either J Jason has a big kitchen table or maybe we can do it around mine and I have the camera. And, and you know, we should do a, a visual, like a YouTube show where we show some watches yeah. and, and talk about them and all of that. Yeah, I'm going to have to bring that one in for you guys. Very unique. Yeah. I'm convinced I'm the only person in the United States with that particular model. Oh, really? The only reason, it now it's not. Where are those watches from? So they are manufactured in Germany. Okay. Uh, Zinn is a German watch brand. Okay. Um, however, this particular model is, I'm going to butcher the name because I'm terrible with, with my German, but it's uh, from a jeweler called Giulia Roberto. Okay. And they are based out of Germany. Okay. They sell Zinn watches in their boutique. And what they did was they had Zinn build 50 totally green Zin watches. So it was a green dial, green uh, rubber bracelet. The green rubber bracelet's actually available through uh, Zin's website, but the green dial is not. Um, it's a totally green dial, and it has actually the insignia for the jeweler underneath the date window. And it's uh, yeah, they only made fifty of them, and I have number thirteen of fifty. And I'm oh, not a wow. superstitious guy, but it did break, <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> so I I do have to. So, but they are numbered, um, and I I mean I don't know how uh, valuable of a watch is going to be in the future. Really, I bought it because I didn't have any green watches, and I knew I wanted a Zin U one, 
and two and two came together at the perfect time on uh, on uh, Chrono 24. So I did order it from Germany from somebody else who bought it from the jeweler. It's very hard to find online. Oh I, I wow! Um, so you like blew it out? Yeah, I I I wanted something special. I like to have. I like to have things that belong in your collection, like a Casio F91W. Yeah. If you don't have one, you're crazy. Yeah. Um, or the Casio World Time, which I, I oh, also yeah. love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it's, you know, for both those watches, you're going to spend 40 bucks. Exactly. And they are cool anywhere you go. It, it's like a horology <laughs> thing. Like, you yeah, know. You, you have to have those in your collection. Yeah. Um, but like, I also, if I'm going to buy something a little bit more high end, I want to have something sort of unique. Yeah. Um, and so I went with like, for example, when I bought my my first tutor, I went with the Black Bay Bronze. Yeah. So I wanted to ask dial. you about yeah. that watch. So when we met, yep, uh, you were wearing that watch, mm-hmm. and I, you know, at first I I just had never even I didn't even know they used bronze to make cases. I I had no idea. Yeah, they actually had a boutique edition that they came out with when they unveiled. So when they unveiled the Black Bay Bronze, which is a 43 millimeter case, so it okay. actually has its own movement. Okay. Um, because it's it's the uh, MT5601, and if you're familiar with the traditional Black Bay line, it's an MT5602. Okay. The 01 just means it's a little bit bigger because they made a 43 millimeter case versus the Black Bays, which are I think the Black Bay 58s are 39 millimeter cases. So it's a much larger case, um, but they when they unveiled it, they actually unveiled a Black Bay 58 bronze boutique edition, and it was a full bronze case and a full bronze bracelet, which is very rare. You don't see that very often. Wow. But it's a different type of bronze. So it's aluminized bronze. Okay. So traditional bronze, if you've ever seen like the, the Panerai, I think they made the Luminor and the, or the Radiomir. Either one, they made them in bronze at one point. Um, Oris was popular with the bronze. Like Oris actually makes quite a few of the Diver 65s. They have the they call them the cotton candies. They have the Diver 65 and the full bronze case bracelet, colorful mm-hmm. dial. Kind of a neat watch. I like Oris. I, I do too. Oris yeah, Oris is a great brand. I want that that square Oris, like the like the Reverso or a, where it's all blue. I don't know yeah. if I've seen that one. You know what I'm talking about? They have red, no. blue, yellow. So if you if you look up Oris, I don't know what it's called. Um, but I really want the, uh, blue one. I had an Oris, uh, uh, I had an Oris Aquas GMT for a very brief period. It was the whale shark edition. Mm-hmm. I liked the watch. It just wasn't totally my flavor. My problem with Oris is I like their watches, but not enough. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I, you know, they, they, come, yeah. uh, but I like the brand and I like what they like, you know, I like that they're, I mean, they talk about sustainability. And yeah. they're serious about it. Like they have, you know, ocean plastic watches, but the dial's yeah. made of ocean plastic, not like that cheap Tom Ford yeah. crap that they make the case out of it and they charge you like six hundred dollars or whatever those things yeah. are. It is literally called the Oris Rectangular. Yeah, Oris Rectangular. Okay, and um, it has that like r- reverso look, but it obviously doesn't flip. Oh, that's not bad. Have you? Here's one for you. Have you ever seen uh, Hamilton has an American classic? Um. They have a bunch of American classic, but they have, I think it's called the Ardmore. 
if I'm not mistaken. And that's a square watch. Uh, they have a ladies Ardmore Quartz. I know yeah, that. Ar- that's yeah, a square Ardmore one. Quartz. Yeah. But they, I think they have uh, a men's version of that as well. But I might be mistaken. So I have never been into angular watches. I like my watches to be round. Yeah. But um, recently, ever since seeing that that Cartier Santos blue dial, I've been kind of... Opens up the... I've been opening up my... Yeah. And because of being a big F1 fan, I definitely want to get a Tag Heuer Monaco at some point. You know, you and... Know, I had... I got to tell you, I had a Tag Heuer Monaco on at, um, uh, at a Tag Heuer dealer. Sure. I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. And I know this is going to be another controversial opinion. I also don't like the Daytona. Ooh. Oh, see, I don't see I, The Daytona doesn't do much for me either. The, the reason I don't like the Daytona, have you ever noticed that the, the registers at the 3 and 9 o'clock positions don't line up with 3 and 9? Yes. Because the movement they use, this is a, these are some fun facts for you. So the movement that they use in that watch and the K size that they use, which is still 39 millimeters, I believe, Okay. Doesn't allow them to properly line up the sub registers. So they don't line up to the three and nine. It bothers me <laughs> for some weird reason. But even worse, so do you remember that Rolex used to use the El Primera movement from Zenith, Zenith for a long yep. time? Yeah. If you notice, all the hash marks between the, in the minute track are in, uh, it's, it's in a division of five. Okay. Okay. Because the Zenith movement used to beat five beats per second that was the beat rate so it could stop evenly on all of those hash marks however rolex's new movement beats at the swiss standard which is eight beats per second so it can't actually stop evenly on all of the sub hash marks in between the minute track so it's, so, it's more cosmetic which correct right. which it's to be like a throwback but to me my question is why is the daytona so popular if there are so many better chronograph, I mean, the Black Bay chronograph is a phenomenal piece of gear. I'm not a big, chron- I know you're a big chronograph guy. Yeah. I'm not huge on the chronographs. I do like the Bull of a Mooner Pilot. Big mm-hmm. fan of that. Um, it scratched my quote unquote moon watch itch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, had, I wanted a well, moon watch and I, and I was in I, the market. I and- will get a moon swatch. If I have to fly to Honolulu to the yeah. Swatch store to get one, because I want to review. There's one, there's one in King of Prussia. Well, I so I called them, and so I called King King of Prussia Swatch store. Yeah, and and the automated message was, "Thank you for calling the King of Prussia Swatch store. <laughs> we do not have any moon swatches." Yeah, like do not if if you're calling about the moon swatch, hang up, hang up. Like that's basically what so it said. This is so I've got two good questions for you guys, and one of them pertains to this particular phenomenon. And the other one pertains to Rolex in general. So the first yeah. question I have for you guys that I'd love to hear your opinion on. Is Omega copying Rolex? Or are they turning into Rolex? Because now you're getting to the point where you call your swatch dealer for crying yeah. out loud. And they don't have your watch in. But if you went in there, I'm sure, and you bought a few other swatches. <laughs> well, they, Oh, yeah. we just happened to have one have, here in yeah. the drawer. Well, well my, my yeah. thing is this. I want the uh, Neptune. I don't want the moon one. I want the Mars. Yeah, I want the Neptune yeah. because I will eventually own a That Neptune a, is nice. You mean the a, you mean the you mean the Tiffany blue? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> or no, was that the was that the No, that's the Neptune. Was the I I saw people on Chrono 24 selling those off, I kid you not. Yeah. As Omega Swatch Tiffany blue chronograph for the highest one I saw and this is not a joke. Eleven thousand dollars. Okay, that is. I don't is, know if it's still up. That is ridiculous because when I went on Quant, Chrono Twenty Four, yeah, 
and I looked up the moon swatch. So let's look up moon, or let's look up Omega Neptune. I don't know how to spell Neptune, apparently. Uh, so it's a $260 watch. Yes. $1,942. Yeah. $1,456. $1,834. This one's price on request. Yeah, price Not, on request for nine, a, 200, a $260 watch. Moon Swatch Mission to Neptune, $3,215. Yeah, that's what I'm telling it's you. It's a $260 watch. This is the worst phenomenon of the watch culture is... Not just, I mean, we can get into like flipping, which I, I'm like, I'm hey, kind of wishy-washy on flipping. Hey, but according to Karna24, I can make three grand by selling my, my uh, Rolex. Accor- yeah. I, you know, according it, it, to, it's yeah. gone up three grand. You, you ready know. for this one? Karna24 says I can make $8,000 if I sold my Rolex Samaritan date right now. Yeah. That and, and that's what I they're won't, doing. It'll never go away. I mean, this, yeah. how do you how do you sell your first Rolex? No, that's no, like no. You know no. what I mean? Like that's. Listen, I sold my first shotgun and I regret it. Yeah, because every, every I traded in on something else. You go to bed, you wake up in a cold sweat. I regret that. <laughs> I I would. It yeah. was a five hundred dollar because I was just starting, and I'm not going li- to listen. Guns are just like anything, right? Yeah, you can spend five hundred or five thousand <clears> or fifty thousand or five hundred thousand. If you go to like you go to the uh, the uh, Beretta store on Madison Avenue, up to the third floor, and they got a matched pair for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, because that's made of like wood from the last tree of its kind or some shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Shot, they have some interesting shotguns out there. I'm yeah. trying to think of the name of the brand, but they make it. They're handmade shotguns, but they're made. They're they're a pair of shotguns. You have to buy them in a pair. Yeah, it's a match because pair. they're bird guns. Yeah, they're bird guns, yeah. and they're exactly the same. Yep, yep. But they're like you know for a set is like the Hong and Cherry. Oh yeah, I mean there's there are. I'm trying to think of that. I, you know what? There's probably multiple brands that do this. Yeah, I'm not as well versed. Like I you know I I own guns. I shoot guns. I've grown up with them. Yeah, you know. But I don't know as much. There's not where my expertise lies. Yeah, but I know I've seen sets of them go for like 15 20 grand yeah so basically there's two kinds of bird shooting uh generally there are driven shoots and then there's the kind where you have a dog and you're just out in the woods and they you know so when you have a driven shoot you have a matched pair Correct. Because these birds, the, it, it's like it's it's raining birds. Well, you got, yeah, you the, have four shots. And if you're, if you know your gun, you want yeah. a second gun that you also yeah. know. So, yeah, it makes while, a lot of sense. While you're shooting, so the sky's full of birds, right? Right. While you're shooting your one gun, someone's reloading your second and then you hand them off. So you're continuously shooting. So that, that's what a yeah. matched pair is for. Right. And I think it's, I mean, I think it, it makes a lot of sense and I get it, but for yeah. 15, 20 grand, I, that's well, not hey, for me. I mean, the, <laughs> it's for somebody. It's not yeah. for me. So, but the, um, the, the Beretta store had a matched pair in a glass case for $250,000. That's incredible. Yeah. And, uh, and actually the guy said that's a Donald Trump kind of purchase. That is, now yeah. this was years before he ran for office, That is. but funny. the idea is this is what, you know, billionaires come in and buy this kind of shit. So, yeah, yeah, Purdy. Yeah. Purdy is a Purdy. Uh, that's the brand. Yeah, Purdy. That's the one. Yeah, that's a real. Yeah, I found real a, high end. That's so. But this is my other question for you guys, because I know we're kind of getting. We're talking about the topic of value and all that stuff. Yeah, flipping is a popular thing for people to do with watches. Now. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Now, 
I have, I think for, first of all, I mean, you know, no matter what happens in the market, I truly think that the days of walking into a Rolex authorized dealer and buying a brand new watch from the case, I believe those days are, are gone. I don't think those are ever coming back. I think the, I think the demand for Rolex is always going to be there. Yeah. However, I don't necessarily know that they don't have any in stock. I think they do. I this is this and, is and they're hiding this inventory. Is my theory. Well, I don't think well, they're necessarily hiding it. They are. This is okay. This is like Ferrari, right? Yeah. If you or I, I walked gonna, into uh, a Ferrari dealership and asked for something new, cash in hand, they'd be like, "Who are you? Yeah, Go exactly. Away, right. Yeah. We we don't. Yeah. I was watching. Yeah. I was watching a video. Jay Jay Leno was talking about. That's why he doesn't own a Ferrari. Which is incredible to me because, because back if there's in the anybody day, that should own one. <laughs> back in the day, I don't know when the day was, he went yeah. to a Ferrari dealership mm -hmm. and he wanted a certain Ferrari. Yep. And they said, you have to own these two yeah. before you could own that one. Well, it was like that and, stupid game that Ford played when they made the GT, which is yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Because, and, and Jay Leno said, yeah. screw you. And he went and he bought a, a, a McLaren. Right. And it's yeah. like, this is Jay Leno. This yep. isn't some Mickey Mouse guy. <laughs> yeah. But the Ferrari's Ferrari. So, and this so this brings me to my point. If we're under the assumption that there are tons of people out there trying to flip these watches and they're looking for them at retail and they can yeah. build a network and they can go get these watches at retail and they will flip them for their value. Rolex is clearly trying to control that. With yes. with their authorized dealers, this is not a. I mean, this is not a mystery. There's, okay, there is so, no way that I walked in there as a guy who they don't know, who's never purchased anything from them, and they said that guy gets one. But yeah. the guy that we've had, I I spoke to another gentleman who's a regular buyer from Rolex authorized dealers around here, and he has bought tons of things from them, but he still can't get a Daytona. Okay, now I know a Submariner date and a Daytona are way so like there's degrees of separation there however sure. he's a regular buyer yeah so my question is if this is true or, or or i guess my my real question is do you think it's rolex's responsibility to try to police flipping or do you think it's just a thing that like or do you think it's the ad's the, the Rolex is putting That's in these hands yes to control the flipping but do you think they should be doing that because this is this is what ends up happening is because they're supposed to control the buyer. Now they're saying, well, now a lot of ADs will make you buy other things or you have to develop the relationship. It's now become Ferrari, right? Is that a good thing? And do you think that they should be policing this kind of activity or do you think that it should just be, you know, because now what's happened is if you're trying to buy a $10,000 watch, one person's $10,000 is more valuable than someone else's $10,000, particularly when it comes to like, you know, frequent buyers. And my problem with this, and this is my theory, and I'd like to hear, you know, what you guys have to say on this, but they care a lot about what the new buyer's doing. Mm -hmm. They care a lot about somebody coming in. They're qualifying. Yeah, they qualify right. you they big pre -qual time. Yeah. However, if you've been buying from them and you've been buying tons of jewelry from them, watches and all this crap, they don't care. You could buy the next one and flip it, and they don't care. So the flippers are still there. The flippers are still there. The flippers are the guys with lots of money that can afford to buy four or five of them at one time, and they get rid of them. But the AD doesn't care because they've been buying them from them for years and all this good stuff. Well, listen, you know this is interesting because you know it's kind of like you know 
Land Rover, how they have to police uh, people who buy them and then ship them to make profit. They ship them to China or something. So right. I guess Rover has a big issue with that. At least that's what I heard when I was working. Um, I'm in that in that building. But it's like, you know, at the end of the day, Rolex is still selling watches. I mean, obviously, I don't know who's going in and buying four at one time. That's obviously suspicious. Well, no, that is. I mean, that's what. But that's the thing, though. You but they're I, still you selling I, it. You and I couldn't do that because we don't have the relationship. We haven't bought hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars worth of watches from these ADs. Yeah. But it's happening. There's no way that somebody is buying one at a time and making a business out of it and flipping them. Yeah, I don't really. I don't believe that's true. I, I don't really know. I mean. So when we when we were there. Yeah. She said something very curious. Not curious. Interesting. Okay. Well, what was that? So when we were there picking uh, picking up your Cartier, uh-huh. or I'm not not picking it, ordering it. I'm yeah. sorry. She said we are more concerned with because I brought you up. Okay. Because I said, hey, I just want to let you know he's new to the area. He's really happy with his experience. Blah blah blah. Yeah, blah, and blah, I was. Blah, 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 I blah, think blah. they treated me great. Yeah. Okay. And she said, yeah, that, that's really great and whatnot, and then proceeded to say. We are more concerned with having somebody local to the area that's going to keep their watch. Yes. Right. Yeah. Rather than. Yes. Flip it and then I'll never see them again. But this yeah. is. And this is. Well, okay. So that th- that could be true because it's like as a like a car dealership. We want as many plate frames on the road as possible. Right. Sure. It's the same yeah. idea. Yeah. They want to say, oh, hey, I really like your sub date. Where did you get it? And then you say wherever you got it right, right. Yeah. yeah so they want that referral like in sure. your mind that's free advertising for them mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yes they say that on one hand but in 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 my opinion they have a sky dweller like locked up in the back that's what i'm saying yeah. i know that I think they, they do have it yeah well I, agree. I gotta say when we were there uh look you know i think it's when yeah we were there and looking at, at the Cartier blue dial, mm-hmm. what did she do? She went to the back and said, I have something I'm to show you. Right. So this, yeah. And she had this Cartier, which she the, was. She had the skeleton Santa. The $30,000. tried it on. Yeah, 30000 no bucks. Why wasn't I invited to the shindig? Yeah, well, you're too busy, you know, meeting your girlfriend's dad. Uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> That's funny. He's got, he's got one, of those, one of those fiancés. Oh man! There are more important things to do. No. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, let have that on the record. I was not invited. To oh, here you. we go. Okay. Let's put that. No. So, but th- so this is my theory. So, have you noticed? This is something that I noticed. So, I saw somebody that posted this video on YouTube. I don't know if they were like well followed or anything. I didn't really look into their channel, but they were like shocked to see that there were working exhibition models, and they made yeah. this big video about it. They're like, "Oh my gosh, did you know Rolex has?" Yeah, they started doing that. But they're not serial. Which is not a big... So They're this, not serialed. Oh, yeah. They, they Have you looked? Yes. Okay. I tried one on. It, so, so here's... Because this is what I'm thinking. So when I went to buy... So when I went to buy my uh, Tudor Black Bay bronze, this was during the pandemic. So they didn't... All of their watches were non-working exhibition models. You remember they did that for a while. Okay. They had these. They they were real. They were weighted. They said, um, and they were real cases. Yeah. But they, there was no active movement inside of it, which 
seems strange to me that you that's can make right. the whole case that's made of rare earth materials, but you can't make the movement. I don't know anything about making a watch, so yeah, I'm not that I'm seems, not here to criticize. That seems weird. However, that's like here's a car. It doesn't have an engine in it, but it's just for you to like look at. And you know what they said? They, and this is the thing. They said they had a lot of shipping issues. They had a lot of those kind of issues. Like that's why this backup came. And now, really, you have to order a Rolex. Like I know that was kind of a thing for Daytona's for a long time, but you could walk in at some point, like pre-pandemic, and buy an Oyster Perpetual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then you couldn't during the pandemic, and I understand all, all the shipping errors yeah. and stuff like that. But how, however, I think Rolex has fixed that issue. I don't believe a company as big as Rolex hasn't figured that out. But I think they're playing it because people were still buying their stuff. And now they figured out, well, we can play the exclusive, like we can play the Patek Philippe and the AP game now, even with quote-unquote cheaper watches. I don't want to say cheaper because obviously yeah. they're still Rolex isn't Ferrari. It, no, matter, right. no matter how much they want you to think yeah. that they are, Rolexes are still made on an assembly line. Well, they're, they're a Toyota. Hang on, though. Are they? This is, this is another good question for you. Are they not? Because here's where Ferrari stands. Ferrari is the reason that the sports car is cool. Ferrari is the reason that people buy McLarens. Ferrari is the reason that McLaren started becoming a automatic. Ferrari is the reason right? Lamborghini exists. Correct. I agree. So, but that's what I'm saying. So, Rolex is the reason. Yeah, they they they're the ones that jump in the pool first. That people they have, make the wave. Well, and that's why people wear watches so much. That's why the culture is alive because of Rolex. Now, I don't think Rolex makes the best watch in the world. Although, right. however, I will say after wearing a Submariner date for the last couple weeks here. It's it's worth the price. I can see why it's yeah. so expensive. And to be honest, they it's have a good value. It's a bargain. Real realistically, I mean, I know this is a stretch because again, they're ten grand. But for what it's competing against, they're not competing against uh, Longines or they're not competing against IWC. They're mm-hmm. competing against AP. They're competing against Vacheron Constantin mm-hmm. because uh, like the overseas, the overseas is twenty two thousand dollars at its cheapest, which is a it's still a great watch. Yeah, but for ten grand, you can get something that actually does compete with the quality. Yeah, and that's where where people kind of lose touch with that, you know. But still, I do I do think Rolex and Ferrari are much the same. They are brands that maybe don't make the best car because McLaren makes a better car than Ferrari mm-hmm. in terms of like in terms of on a sheet of paper engineering. engineering yes. They are phenomenal cars. They by far and away blow away the competition. But people still buy Ferraris in in droves. Why? Because you want a Ferrari. Right. Right, because the culture's there. The branding is there. That's where yeah. Rolex came in, too. Yeah. Most people say, well, if you, if you just bought a nice watch, they assume it's a Kleenex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. Rolex is brilliant at marketing. Sure. They're branding geniuses. Yes. Yeah. So when you watch, like, like, I'm a tennis fan, right? Yep. You watch Wimbledon, and they have this Federer commercial and he's wearing the Jubilee Datejust. Yep. Yep. And you're like, you know nothing about watches. Well, that's yeah. to the norm to the yeah. average guy. He's just watching Wimbledon and watching a match, right? Yeah. Between two no name guys, and there's Federer with 20 majors, and he's wearing a lifting a trophy with with a Datejust. P- plus, they have the Rolex crown right. thing. Yeah, plastered everywhere. everywhere. Well, that's the and, and I mean, you're like Holy Formula shit. One. Look, yeah. at, look at Formula One. All yeah. these other yeah. watch brands are like, oh, we'll sponsor a car. And yeah. Rolex says, screw it, we'll sponsor the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's like we'll literally yeah. sponsor everything F1. You, yeah. And and you Le know, Mans, everything. Yeah. yeah. And it's and it's by no mistake. I mean, these 
it's the same thing. I bet you Ferrari and Rolex are two of the most recognizable brands in the world. And for people that, like you said, don't know a lick about watches and yeah. they don't know a lick about cars. They're like, oh my God, I need one of those. They're, they're, they want Before all they I know, had a Rolex, I was yeah. watching and I'm like, man, they really know how to stir emotion. Yeah. yeah. They yep. know how to to capture yeah. an emotion. That in That is marketing. And it... Yeah. 101. Well, hey, you know, I I mean, we were talking earlier about how much you want the uh the um uh Mercedes F1 uh, IWC. Uh, the the IWC. Yeah. Very but, very cool watch. But yeah. but you know, like if IWC didn't sponsor the the team specifically, he'd have Lewis Hamilton would have Rolexes on. Uh, he still does. Have you yeah. ever seen him off season? He has a he has a chocolate dial Daytona. Yep. There you go. So and, yeah. a, and a John Mayer. It, and he has a John Mayer. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, John Mayer has quite the. I'm not a huge John Mayer fan, but his watch collection is serious. Yeah. You know, same you, thing with Ed Sheeran. You yeah. know, you know what I love about the the, the internets and like YouTube. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Aziz Ansari. Yeah, that's the one I sent you. Yeah, like a, great video. Like people that you know, he's a stand up comedian. Yeah. Nothing about him says luxury or. Mm-hmm. Not like okay, let's just Donald Trump because that's who like pops my you know this billionaire kind of figure who's yeah. wearing a, a a day date Rolex like fifty thousand dollar watch and has airplanes and stuff you know that's who you think would have like a watch like collection right yeah yeah Aziz Ansari some you know uh, stand up comedian guy Parks and Recreation he has this phenomenal watch collection you just never know out there I haven't seen him yeah who have these like crazy watch collections and Mario yeah. Mandretti that one I liked a lot that was a great video because you know watches have been watch manufacturers have been uh, sponsoring um, Formula One forever and most of his watches right. were because he won races and whatever watch company was on the side of his car gave him a watch gave him yeah you know which that's a that's a sweet deal because, uh, <laughs> like, I mean, well, hey. not for nothing. IWC makes a great watch. They yeah. do. But they're not Richard Meal in terms of, like, money. You well, know what no. I mean? Like, so it's kind of funny when well, you drive see, for Mercedes, you get a, you get a, you get a custom-built IWC, which is cool. I mean, I'm sure that thing's worth, like, 50, 60 grand, whatever. Yeah. But if you drive a Ferrari, but if you drive a Ferrari, you get a, a you get a well Kimi Räikkönen. What is the the Kimi Räikkönen Richard Mille watches go for like two point three mil? Yeah, like and he's got one for free. So not for nothing, but I think you want to be and who's the other? They, I don't know. They sponsor a couple teams now. Yeah, well I know Charles Leclerc. Alfa Romeo. They sponsor yeah. Alfa Romeo. Yeah. So and Alfa Romeo's kind of up and coming. They seem to be you know getting better as a team. Well, yeah, any of the Ferrari. Uh, engine teams yeah. have got Haas, Alpha, Ferrari. Obviously, right. the the new they figured out the new regulations. That you know, yeah. they're kind of starting out this new regulation. How Mercedes did the last? I mean, obviously, right. we're only a few races in here. It's not like you know, yeah, it's not set in stone. So, who knows? But right now, the Ferrari seems to be the team that has figured out. Yeah, and so all of their um customer teams have also benefited from right. the their, engine from their be, engine. The engine seems to be better, which, you yeah. know, they, there's another example of over-regulating. Yeah. They regulate the fuel flow, so yeah. Ferrari had that cheater fuel. So I called Mike out. the other day, and we are talking about, um, so I went and tried on a Speedmaster last Saturday. Okay, which one? The moon one. The, the traditional, okay. Yeah, light. Yep. And, I, and, and then, you know, I've been watching videos and researching and, you know, there's a lot of talk about these moon swatches, right? Yep. 
So you said something about Omega being copying Rolex and whatnot. Yeah. So the the argument was, and I think we talked about that on the phone, was somebody was like, I'll never buy an Omega now. They cheapened the brand. And then the other guy's response was like, dude, it, it's literally doing the opposite. Yeah. It's now giving yes. awareness to people who are into now watches. And it gives the Omega Moon watch is not something they can aspire to own. Yeah, it's a six thousand. Well, it's a seven thousand yeah. dollars. It's the whole point of Rolex investing more time and energy into Tudor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. because you're taking enthusiasts. Because that's, I mean, that's why I got hooked on Tudor because yeah. it was a true enthusiast brand. I was impressed by what you could get for the amount of money. Yeah, the Black yeah. Bay Fifty Eight was as near as makes no difference a sub no date. And you could get it for, I mean, right now you could buy one in Corona 24 for like three grand. That's impressive. Yeah, I mean, I got to tell you, when we were there looking at the Cartier, uh, Jason, or, or we were hanging out around the IWC counter. Yeah. And uh, they have bronze case watches as well. Well, one was just released like the day before. Yeah, yep. and I'm like, yeah. I have to have a bronze case watch. And whether it's this IWC well, or a Tudor, it just is so cool to me. You here, know. here was my issue. I loved it to today. Yeah. The yes. day I turned it on, I was like, yeah. oh, beautiful. Yeah. Can't wait. Then, you know, she's like, it's going to change colors. Yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah. Am I going to so, like it in two years? So this is why I recommend Tudor, because Tudor has aluminized bronze. I talked about this a little bit before. Oh, okay. What this means is, so Panerai made a bronze watch. Oris made a watch. Now they age, but then they turn green a little bit. You see that greening? Mm -hmm. Supposedly, Tudor won't do that because it's aluminized, so it'll turn gray. And that's why I picked the gray dial. Not a lot of people picked the gray dial. A lot of people went with the Bucherer, had the blue yeah. color that you could get, which I thought was nice. And then uh, the Boutique Edition was a brown dial. I picked the gray because I liked the way it would age into the dial. That's what I was looking for. Oh, yeah, because it's gonna, because the case is going to age gray. The dial might as well be that sunburst gray. It makes a lot of sense. But it does age gray. Now, I've only had mine for just shy of a year. And so it's aged. I mean, you could definitely see the patina on it, which I really, really like. Um, because I like that. I like the way a watch ages. I like that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah. That's why I picked that watch. Again, I could have picked a lot of Tudors. I picked that one particularly because it was unique. And it would continue to become unique, right? My patina is not going to look like anyone else's patina. Yeah. Supposedly, they won't turn green. Uh, but also, Tudor fed to the ADs that they wouldn't. They would hardly change at all. But mine dramatically changed from when I bought it. I mean, mm. when mine bought it, it was when I when I bought mine, it was. I mean, it was it was gorgeous. It was exactly like you would expect to see. It, it was you know yeah. polished bronze, and they said you can put clear nail polish on. And it would solve that problem. Or they have like different waxes that you can put on there that'll that'll get rid of the that'll prevent the patina. I wanted it personally, so I didn't care for it. But, yeah. But you can do that. Mm -hmm. is, is so, which is hilarious that so you buy like a you know a forty two hundred dollar watch. Cuervo came out with um, on the Paradas, if you remember those with the bronze. Oh yeah. Years ago. Huh. Many many years. I don't ago. know how I was never aware of bronze. And I was like, I, I, I was just, like, wow. I've never come across. And it. I remember um, Jim. He yeah. was like, this is the first company to do bronze. He's like, every company is going to have a bronze watch. Yeah. And he, I mean, not everyone does. Well, he but he called it a little bit. It, a it, little it, bit. It became something. Well, I'll never forget do. that. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's not bad. And then 
you know, I was looking at the tutors because you, yeah. really. Yeah. And they are impressive. They're very... Hey, when I was there uh, getting the um, my the new straps for my Shinola, I was... While um, she was switching, you know, take... Because I got the, uh, the, the... The new Shinola straps are quick change. Yep. But the one I had on was not. So she had to go in the back and, you know, take it off. You got to get your own strap tool. Well, I mean, two hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, uh, you gotta, she, she did it. You know, I would say Ber- Bergeron has a. I think this how you pronounce yeah, I, it. I brought has the, a great strap well, tool. I have a couple, but I brought this one. Yeah, this yeah, one. no, no. Bergeron yeah. has like a. They're like tweezers. Yeah, uh, that you pull. And no, you know no, what? I, no, I have a whole watch uh, um, repair kit. Like oh, okay. A whole like I can do. Did all you get that one from stuff. Teddy Balthazar? No, or whatever. no. Oh, okay. But I, I can like I knew he had like I can take like the backs off of watches and do all kind of stuff. Oh, see, I can't do. But any you know, that. Yeah. I was there, so she obviously was going to do it for me. Yeah, but, you might as well. But the new Shinola straps are all quick, quick um release now. And you know, I'm telling you, even the the uh, Cartier has their own quick switch it and. It's like the new thing. I mean, you can get a Shinola watch, get two more straps, and you have three different watches. I, I mean, yeah. that, that orange rubber strap on that Shinola, it's, it's a brand new watch. I will say, biggest pet peeve from Rolex, no drilled lugs. Not one of their watches has drilled lugs. And in, enthusiasts do buy their watches at some point. And so, like, I kind of found it funny that with the Air King... They put on crown guards for convenience, but they didn't put drilled lugs on it. No one has drilled lugs. Tudor, they do. Like okay. my Black Bay Bronze has drilled lugs. Why don't they put them on? It's very simple because, you know, they're Rolex and they're like, oh, why would anyone want to change out from the oyster bracelet? And I put, I actually did that. So this was pre the Bergeron tweezers there uh-huh. that I have. Uh, I bought a cheap set because you can't change the Rolex strap without a without one. Okay. Or I have, I mean, I have the oyster steel bracelets, so they have there are these very little grooves in there to access the spring bars. You have to have a tool to do it. So I bought a cheap one on Amazon. We know what they say: buy cheap, buy twice. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I bought this one, and sure enough, it worked. Taking the bracelet off, and then it broke. Yeah. So now you can't get the other one on. No. So I had no. So I had I had a NATO on my Submariner for a little bit because okay. I had a single pat or a. Uh, uh, like the traditional G10 NATO or whatever they call it. Um, and I had it on there. It looked really good, but I, I kind of wanted my oyster steel bracelet back on because yeah. I really love this, uh, the glide lock system that they came up with. Yes. Genius. Yeah. Everyone needs to do this. Yeah. Um, but it's my uh, only complaint with the Speedmaster. That they don't have one? It's not adjustable. There's only Is that one, micro adjustments? One, set, one setting, one hole. So the, you got to take links really? out. Really, you got to take the links. You got to take the links yeah, out. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. So it, it's a real big Tudor, oversight. Tudor did that. Though, so I had. It's funny when I was literally as I was paying for my Submariner, I had another authorized dealer call me that I ordered a Black Bay Pro through mm-hmm. on the bracelet, and I had to pass it up because I was like, I don't really know if I want to spend this much money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, totally. Yeah, like so. I, this I was, is an expensive hobby. Yeah, it is, and it's and uh, and I'm a shotgun enthusiast. You know, how expensive shock. The, oh my like, gosh! I yeah. want to get. I, re- I really want to get a colder trap. Try owning a Ferrari. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I understand. I understand. Well, you have a Maserati. You're getting close. Yeah, but like the, the maintenance bill. Is, but the thing, yeah, is, they're, like they're similar. Listen, I have 50 watches now, but I don't have 50 cars. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's a little, you know. But like, you know, this this Kohler trap gun that I want is like 15 grand. Yeah. You know, so that's another Rolex or, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? It's, 
And That's, yeah. But I've always wanted a Kohler. They're made in the United States, and they're great shotguns. And uh, I'm not a big trap shooter, but my, my, made, my main gun's a Kriegoff K80 skeet gun, and it's only 20-inch barrel, and it just does not shoot trap very well. Yeah. And I don't like going to the club and taking five shotguns. I just, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's cumbersome. Yeah. So, you know, I take my skeet gun and if people want to shoot trap, I just change the chokes and I yeah. don't, I mean, I still do pretty well, but right. if I had a trap gun with a long barrel and they're, they're designed for the game. I have a couple of those. I would just shoot guns, just, yeah. just better. And you can say, listen, it's, the gun doesn't make you a better shooter, but when you have a gun that's set up for a certain game, it it just gives you that little bit it's extra. It's just like a car. Yeah. Right. I mean, you yeah. could you're you can. I mean, the car doesn't make you a great driver. Right. But if you have a Miata and your skills far exceed that of a Miata, you're gonna need a better car. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. and it's not like, yeah. and yeah. it's not to rag on the Miata at all. You yeah. know, it's a great car, but. It can only do so much. Yeah, at some but point, like at some point, you're gonna you know, need to step up. But my first five hundred dollars shotgun, I knew would yeah. only get me so far. Right. Eventually, I had Your to go and spend out. three yeah. to four grand on a Beretta, and mm. then I eventually spent even more on a Kriegoff, which is like among like the top. Which this is the nice thing about the watch hobby. I just I just ordered. Uh, Casio F ninety one W. Yeah, because I haven't had. It's I haven't like twenty had, bucks or fifteen bucks or something. Twelve. Twelve bucks. Yeah. If for an F ninety one W, for like the like the Casio World Time was like twenty. Yeah. That scratches the new watch edge. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So like you and can, you, you have can, and you have a god tier watch. Yeah. I mean, you that's, have a classic that's right. Time that's piece. right. Well, and not to god mention is the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For for twelve dollars, you have god tier. Yeah. And it's and it's cool anywhere you go. Yeah, like if you're <laughs> yeah. with other watch enthusiasts, someone wearing a Daytona's can be like, "I love your Casio." Yeah, because that's yeah. where that's where you know the culture yeah. lies. Sometimes you can buy a, a Lunar Pilot instead of a, a Speedmaster. And what yeah. I like about having the Lunar Pilot is now when you have a conversation with somebody, they're like, "Oh, is that a Speedmaster?" No, it's a Lunar Pilot, but there's some history to that. Let me talk to you about it. It also went to the moon. It's yeah. more of an interesting conversation, I yeah. think personally. So. There, are, that's the nice part about watches that you don't necessarily get with cars. Yeah, you can't buy a car for fifty bucks and scratch the itch of getting a new car. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> you know what I mean, you, yeah, you, you you buy a, I mean, you spend fifty bucks in spark plugs, and that might be, yeah, you know, it might get half your engine. Well, you gotta <laughs> buy, you buy a car, and it, the right car scratches the itch forever. That's oh, well, true. Okay, that, that is okay. true. Yeah, that, yeah, that is. Well, I that. mean, the right watch could could scratch the edge yeah. forever. I mean, yeah. I'm, yeah. you know, right. yeah. If yeah. I, uh, you know, if I had a fifty-seven eleven tomorrow. Oh, that, that was I was I, I was <laughs> like, you know I was just gonna uh, say fifty-nine eighty. Yeah, that's so, my that's yeah. my yeah like absolute. I would if I had a fifty-nine eighty, I would quit. Yeah, that's so it. yeah, like, like, like a, I'll never buy another watch. The, I'm very happy without a Patek. I want okay. a Vacheron nineteen twenty one. Listen, that yeah. is the watch. That is yeah. a that is a beautiful yes. piece. That's the one that's like uh, the, the cushion case that's yeah. angled. Yeah, that's that's a cool watch. Yeah, that's the move. With have the you red seen band. The, Have you seen their new two twenty two? They released the 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 VC two twenty two. Is like, that the perpetual calendar? No, no, no. It's a, it's oh. just a three hand watch, but it's a, it's a throwback. Check this thing out. It's 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 full yellow gold. Right, I think it's technically it? a champagne dial. It's the Vacheron Constantin 222. Yeah, check that out. It's an it's an homage to like their 
I think they what had a collection two years what, ago. What collection is it under? Oh gosh, I don't know. I don't know their website very well. You I'm know, not on Vashron's website. My, I, I'm, not, I'm on a daily. I don't have Vashron web. Uh, I don't have Vashron money, so I'm not there yet. I am. Um, I've been seeing a lot of YouTube videos about the watch market. I'm I'm crashing. That's just content. Yeah, it's not. But it, you as long know, as here keep holding two twenty two. This is what it looks like. Yeah. Da, 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 5711. Let's see how much a 5711 is, guys. Blue, Too much. Blue, is it a, it's a manual one? Blue dial. It's got to be a blue dial. 179,670. Uh, 160,000. 230,000. Tell me that's, that's not the, a classy That's the new watch. one? That's the brand new one, yeah. Really? Tell me that's not a classy looking watch. It's not even a three hand watch. I totally lied to you. It doesn't have a second hand. Wait a minute. This one is one point two million. For what? A Patek Philippe Nautilus fifty seven eleven a slash one A dash zero one four one point two million. Come on. Is it because it's like in the box? <laughs> it's amazing. I oh my I god! I think this might have never been 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 worn. It's like in plastic. It's in the box. Well, every fifty, no, no fifty seven eleven has been worn. It's just the same thing with a Daytona. No Daytona has ever been worn. That's you know yeah. what? That's why they can get away with not letting the sub registers line up with three and nine because nobody wears it. With the blue, that's amazing. I like the brown better actually. Well, but, I, but that looks good. I like that. Yeah, they, I mean, Vacheron Constantin. This is this is kind of back to the discussion about Rolex and the fact that there's a line out the door to get every watch they ever made. If the world was right, there'd be a line out the door to get every yeah. JLC watch right. ever made. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, totally. Because JLC totally. is the greatest watch yeah. company in the world, yeah. I, bar yeah. none. Yeah, I, so we, if we, we talked like, about that two yeah, days ago. So when yeah, so when you go down to Oars and you yep. go to the Rolex counter, yep. they have 10 watches, but they have like 50 slots, yep. and you can't even buy those 10 because they're, the yeah, they're all the exhi exhibition models. And then you, and then you, models, and yeah. then you go over to the JLC. Yeah, and you can <laughs> buy 10 um, reversos. They're they're sitting there, which is right again, in, if the, in if the there case. Was, if there was any justice for 12, in the world. Bucks. Guys, were guys, any just, justice guys, in the world. it's the best watch so, in guys, the world. There's this person named Hilda. Hi, Hilda, if you're watching. Hilda. Who, Hello, Hilda. Who keeps requesting to be part of the live stream. Does Hilda work at a, an AD? Is this Facts. a catfish? Hilda. I think it's a catfish. <laughs> Hello, catfish. I'm going to go live with the Hilda. Okay, let's, okay. let's, let's see. Let's see if about. Hilda wants to go live. Guys, probably a guy. I'm talking to a catfish <laughs> right now. Guys, Kona's check jealous. this out. I'm, I'm talking to a catfish right now, a girl from um, Japan. And I put that in quotes. I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we're, ha you know, I think I'm, we're having a really nice, you know, so if you're on WhatsApp, these Asian girls will message you. Yeah. My name's Michael. Sure. She goes, hey, Jackson, is this you? I don't think I, I, I typed the right number. Well, my name's not Jackson. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, hey, I'm no, it's, that's not, I'm not Jackson, but you know, how's it going? And we mm -hmm. started chatting. We were having a really nice conversation. She's from Japan. She's in New York City. Oh, I used to live, I used to live in New York City. You know, yeah. and she goes, you know, you're really nice. Here's my personal number. Text me on this. So the number, why would you say that? Hilda, are, are you a catfish? Oh, my God. <laughs> He's putting her live. It's probably like the nicest person. I know. I <laughs> yeah, it's either one of the two. It's either yeah. it's either it's yeah. either a catfish or someone who 
yeah. is like the nicest person She's ever gonna be like, in Like, like I was your teacher in elementary <laughs> school. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, oops. So anyway, so the number that this this Asian girl yeah. texted me and um first was a plus thirty one country code, which is Holland. Okay. Then, yeah, that, then her, her personal number was a six three zero, which is Long Island. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who this person is, but we have really nice conversations. You're having a good time. That's what matters. I so I got a good story. So for she you. hasn't asked, she and she hasn't asked me for a money yet. Not one money. Not one. That's <laughs> not crazy. one money. Not one money. That's she crazy. hasn't asked me for any money yet. So I gotta I gotta tell you this is this is a good story for you guys. So one of the probably one of the most intelligent investors I know uh, got a text from some number and said, you know, is this whomever? Right. Yeah. And he says, no, it's not whomever. And they said, Oh, sorry. We're, we're trying to reach out to him about an ETF um, investment opportunity. Sure. Electronic total or ETF, ETF total electronic. So I don't know enough about ETFs or NFTs or stuff. No, I, don't I, I mean, I know enough to like, I don't I know do the, any of that. Stuff. I know the basics, crypto and all that. I don't. I don't go anywhere near it. Yeah, I'm like, I have like, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks in each of them because, like, you know, who cares? Like, yeah. but whatever. I don't. I, I don't know you, enough. You about never them. know. For you, I mean, it's who cares? But yeah, yeah. For the rest of us commoners. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything about that. That that's for stuff. us. For us bush leaguers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, he got this text and he said, "Well, so again." This is one of the most intelligent investors I know. One of the most intelligent people I know in general. Very commonsensical. Very, like, you know, aware. Logical. Yeah. yeah and, and he was like, okay, so what's the opportunity? And sure enough, they talked to him about it. And they said, hey, you can open this account. We can, like, double your money, whatever, and all this stuff. Well, he invests in it. 25 grand he put down. Okay. And they, like, triple his money. Yeah. He, in this, he can see this little account. He can see his current account. And... So I don't know all of the details, but let's kind of broaden it out. Basically, he keeps investing more and more money because he has to get to certain thresholds and stuff like that. And eventually he's got an account that's like $1 million or $2 million or whatever, how much he invested in this thing and how much it's showing. I think it's showing that he has like $46 million. He invested a million. He had $46 million in the account. Okay. This was after almost a year. Tries to withdraw some of the money. It's totally fake. Yeah, he lost one million dollars, and that's not a. It was like, not a random. It was figure. like Bernie Madoff shit. That is yeah. an actual number. It was a totally fake account. It was totally. They no. were just showing fake shit. No, yeah, and he was, kept investing, so it was like yep. a, it was a, it was a pyramid scheme again, or a this is, Ponzi scheme. And this is one of the most intelligent people I know. A guy who doesn't waste money whatsoever, like. He will die with this high school lunch money. This doesn't make any sense. No, but he did it. And it's all, and it's a true story. hundred percent real. Oh my God. It's incredible. And, uh, but you know what it got him? I'm sure. I guess he did his research and he was like, Oh no, totally legit. Yeah. Lost him. Lost one. Was it like a boiler room type thing? I mean, it might as well. It was like Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, it was, it was the most, uh, I, I don't, I've never, Sophisticated, anything like it. Sophisticated yeah. scam. Yeah. Wow, it's very sophisticated. Well, you know, guys, you know, Jason and I, we we've had similar conversations about the car industry. Um, will there ever be lots full of new cars? Right. Maybe. Maybe not. Um, are they going to purposely hold back inventory? And it's the same in in watches. 
Uh, obviously, the IW when you go to ORS, the IWC case is full. The uh, the Tudor case, the even the Cartier case, JLC, JLC is full. But here's the thing: Tag Hoyer's full. They all say JLC, IWC, Cartier, as hot as Rolex. But Rolex is Rolex. That's the point. It's different. Rolex is better at branding. It's different. Yeah. Rolex that's, is that's different. Where it, that's where it comes from. Like you yeah. aren't, uh, you aren't. Let's put it this way: if you posted your brand new Rolex on Instagram, people are going to see you and think you're successful. I mean, that's yeah. just kind of the 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 knee jerk yeah. reaction we have to seeing a Rolex is okay. They did something and they became successful. Yeah. Now, if you saw a JLC, the average person saw a JLC watch. They don't know. They don't know. What that they is. have no clue what they that is. It just looks. Those. It looks nice to them. It could be as uh, you know, it could be the same price range as Timex Weekender. Exactly. They have no idea. They have no idea. However, they have no, I just ordered a, a Timex Weekender. But, but I buy watches plan. for me. I don't buy them for other people. No, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But the reason. But that's. But it, but again, we're talking the, from like a marketing branding perspective. Yeah. The reason why Rolex is so popular is because social media is popular. And exactly. every and well, the same reason that social media is popular because so many people are doing things for someone else, mm-hmm. and Rolex has played into that. Mm-hmm. Ferrari has played into that. Yeah. Right? Ferrari is the car for the successful man. It's just so crazy to be there and see this this beautiful Rolex display cases, and it's it's empty, and it's it's just bizarre. They're just in the back. Yeah. But see, that's the thing. That's though. what I'm saying. This is so. What I was saying though, that's when the they thing. transition to all of these exhibition models, yeah. My theory is they figured out how to put a movement in a fake watch. Why can't they put movements in real ones? I really do think they have solved this problem. Yeah, I do. And I, I know. think, so, I but, think but now this... the ads are choosy because now they they have leverage that we do not as yeah, buyers. But... It is a seller's market in pretty much yeah. everything. Right but now. but this is my this is my thing. Honda could have the cars, but will they purposely hold them back? Like Yeah, but nobody cares. But that's the thing, though. Yeah. Somebody, somebody in the market for a Honda Civic, if they don't have a new Honda Civic, they're going to buy the Mazda 3. Well, okay, yeah. but So maybe, you know, but like our car salesman, a, a Chris friend, is, yeah. you know, he we were talking the other day. I was there getting service on my Lexus, and he was thinking that, you know, the, first off, the whole showroom was all used, used cars, which I was like, oh, my God, you're right. They're, you know, it's usually... The half of the the yeah. one half is new, mm-hmm. and then the other ha- when I worked there, and the other half was uh, used. Right now, it's all used cars. Yep. Basically, he said car salesmen are just going to be order takers. They're not going to have. It's going to be like a Tesla. You're not going to go and leave that day with a new car. It's more. It's going to be like like an ordering thing. Do you think that's permanent though? I don't think so because this I is really again, don't. again this is this the the reason that Rolex gets away with this is because they have the branding so mm-hmm. the market demand is out there yeah everyone wants a Rolex and I mean yeah. everyone yeah. even people who don't know anything or care anything about a watch they know if they every single person wants when, a Rolex when they become the doctor do. the lawyer whatever yep. when they become a, a professional they know when they go to meetings. And they go to functions yep. and they go to work. If they're wearing a Submariner or whatever, a date just, whatever. Yeah. That is a that's and that's that is a status symbol. Any professional, you even know. even people who are like I mean, people that work anywhere. Yeah. And do anything in their career. They want nice things when they when they can the, get it. when they can yeah. get them. And what's on their list is a Rolex. Mm-hmm. I, I bet maybe not everyone, but I bet you at least seventy five percent of people have Rolex at that, least 
in their atmosphere of yeah. things that they imagine themselves to have. When it's like that successful. Mercedes Benz or BMW. It's or something. like yeah. it's like driving a G wagon or an S class. It's yeah. like driving a you know you know a new four eight eight or whatever they're on. Yeah. Um. It's a lot like that, and that's why they can get away with. Oh, we don't have one, or we only have one for someone we like. Yeah. I don't think Honda can get away with that. I don't think Toyota yeah. can get away with that because, again, the people that are in the market for a Camry don't really want a Camry. I mean, they want a Camry, yeah. but they're like they can easily be convinced otherwise. Well, right? they have a certain price point where they're at, right? And that's and that's and that's great. Yeah, but that's a really really competitive market. Well, if, if you go to the Toyota dealership, they don't have your Camry. Cars, though. What's different about cars? In, in, in regular people cars. Sure. Not forty eights and. <laughs> Regular cars are driven by monthly payments. Yes. Not the price yes. of the car. 100%. Yeah, that's yes. yeah. So yeah. it's You're different. Right so we're talking yep. about something completely different. So when you when you go buy a sub, you know, the guy that's like, I can only afford a Civic can't afford a Submariner. Sure. Right. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. Um, but the guy that is financing a new Land Cruiser or Tundra can yeah. absolutely stroke a check for a sub. Okay. So, yeah. you know, here you're either using a firm or, you know, six months, no, no interest. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're just writing a check. Yeah. Or half down, half finance. Yeah. And then, or the car, you're like, I don't care what the rate is. Just get me to 279 a month. Yeah. Sure. And I'll yeah. tell me how much money I have to put down for 72 months. Yep. And, yep. And then, and I'm out the door. Yep. And then they go to their manager. Okay. We could figure that out. You need six grand down and we, we're at, you know, three nine. And off you go. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. See yep. you later. It's a pretty yeah. simple deal. Yeah. Um. So that that's a little bit different because you're spreading the payments out over time. Yeah. Um, we were talking about a totally different clientele. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not not world. even just necessarily a budget, but different mindset. Yeah. Nobody go. I mean, let's be honest. Nobody goes to a, Toy- a Toyota dealership excited. They're nah, they're just looking nah, for the. Well, that's not, well, that's not totally true. Well, but I'm not. I'm saying like. It's a different maybe, maybe not that, maybe not excited. I'm saying yeah. that's excited is not the right term. What I'm saying is they don't. Uh, it's their basic trans- mode of transport. What they're looking for is hey, Utility. I can get a new car that gets me the same gas. Those are the people. Like, I mean, not for nothing. That market is interested in gas mileage. That market mm-hmm. is interested in in reliability. Yeah. Right, li- yeah. right. Price point. When you get a Ferrari, they yeah. still put. <laughs> the gas mileage on the on the by how law. many well by law okay so yeah. so this is a this is a great example of this ready Jason if you're worried about gas mileage Jason, with your Ferrari <laughs> yeah you own a Ferrari yeah what's it get miles per gallon I have no idea exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right it's not good. okay because it doesn't matter you. right it doesn't yeah. matter Mike you good. Mike you've got a Maserati how many no, miles to the gallon I have no get? idea my in, I have in his, a, in his I, engine's a, a liter and a half bigger than mine. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have a I have a, a Viper truck. Right. That's not good. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know what it gets. Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like really, like yeah. that's so. You, again, you literally used a half tank to get here. Today. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like, oh yeah. I I that's. Uh, I know where you live. Fill, filling <laughs> yeah, filling up uh filling up the the SRT10 truck is painful. Right now it's 120 bucks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, which is a whole nother topic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, filling, filling up is. filling up my normal truck, it, it's it's ninety one bucks. Well, it's yeah. crazy. 
for 20 gallons. Yeah. 20 gallons even is $91 this morning. Well, that's the thing. I filled up this, I filled up this morning, yesterday morning, this morning. I filled up, or no, yesterday morning. I filled up yesterday morning. It was 460 something a gallon for yeah. regular. Oop. Oop, I bumped my mic. You okay? I bumped my mic. We're getting there. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So it was, it was 460 a gallon. I went out uh, to lunch with an agent. Came back into into town, and it was four seventy a gallon already. It went up ten cents in wow. a matter of an afternoon. So Dude, people are like requesting to be part of the live. Bring them in. I don't even know who <laughs> these people are. Doesn't matter. Yeah, just bring them in. Anyway, so we're now an hour and seventeen minutes. So let's look at. So um. Chris, we have told Chris about yes. the Cuervo y Sobrinoses. Do you have yours out? Hold on. He's got his box. He doesn't have anything on. I don't it, have it, a lock. What, what he, couldn't even, he couldn't even be bothered to put on the Pope's yeah. Casio. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> even put on the Pope's Casio. Yeah. This is Mickey Mouse. I'm Mickey. What's going on? I got a lot going on here. I got I got live. I got I got to monitor things. Go get go get your F91W. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is this? I'm so unimpressed. We had a we you had know a, what's going on. Yeah. Anyway, it's just it's just black. I don't we, know how to get out a, of this. We had a plan to make a watch podcast. So so and the host didn't wear a watch. Uh, we'll, we'll go over these first because they're they're easy. And, you gotta see this. Um, yeah. So this is um, uh, a retrograde date for the Pyre Reserve. That's um, that's all. You're speaking my language. So I like. Um, so I brought. I know nobody can see this, so it's kind of ridiculous to them. But so I like it because easy change. Okay. Yeah, of course. So yeah. That one's a torpedo. So it's like this is the new one, right? No, no, that's my first ever running. good watch. So that's like that you know how one? we talked about don't regret selling like your first one. Yeah, yeah. that's my first one. I'm not okay. Gonna yeah. get rid of that. So, so, so for those who don't know, Cuervo y Sobrinos is a Cuban watch manufacturer. Swiss movement. Swiss movement, but it's a Cuban heritage. Heritage. It's an Art Deco, um, like throwback to the 50s, that's 30s curious. to 50s mm-hmm. um, styling, and I like the. Um, they're very comfortable. I'm gonna go grab mine. Okay, please do. Um, Do these have hand winding capability? Yes. So what I like about so to me, a watch is all about the dial, right? That's that's important. That is a hundred percent. Aesthetically, if you look at a watch in a case and it doesn't like doesn't doesn't speak to you, yeah, buy it. Yeah, Yeah. you're never gonna get it. Oh, this is your. Oh, so this is same brand. This is a compressor case. Yeah, I didn't realize they made dive watches. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? That is gore. I'll be honest. Uh, like I've never like so he he. I watched his video on all the watches that he had. Yes. I saw your Instagram yeah. post, and I was like, never seen. I don't even know what this brand is. Yeah. And then he was like, No, you got to check it out. And sure enough, and are, under under the right light, you could see um how it's um, dimpled in the middle, and then it's solid on the outside on that one. Oh, okay. That that one is called. A, this is called the torpedo. I like the the lugs. Yeah, so mine um, is called the. Oh, uh, that is. So you notice there, uh, wow. there are uh, there are um, there are cigar names. Yeah. So mine is called the Robusto Buchador. Right. So a robusto is a kind of cigar. I mean, well, it's torpedo. It, 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 they're, Esplendidos. They're cigar sizes. Yeah. 
that is a what's nice about this is ridiculous time i am not into jeweled watches at all not my thing yeah i'm not a fan but that looks good my first watch was gonna be a tag monza okay okay Unique, unique case. Unique yeah, shape. yeah, it's different. Um, yeah. Caliber thirty six, nice watch. Are they cushion cases technically? What yes. Are, what are they? Yeah. Cushion. Okay. And then I left with this, the complete opposite. Yeah, totally different. Of what I went. Yeah, that is very purpose. different. But when I wear this with a black strap, you could wear this with. I know you're not supposed to wear a watch with a tuxedo, but you could wear this with a tuxedo. The black strap. Oh, I yeah. would wear a watch with a tuxedo. Okay, yeah. Screw the norms. Yeah, exactly. I you got know, nice, I got nice watches. I'm gonna wear. Them. Listen, agree. <laughs> is that no matter I what mean, I'm wearing? I don't. Well, care. I think the issue with with the tuxedo and watches is the tuxedo is so dressy. Okay, guys, what does James Bond do? I think this should be. Does James Bond wear a watch when he has a, tu- a tuxedo? He does, yeah, he, he does. Yeah, he wears. But that's the thing. He wears a Seamaster. If you can pull off a Seamaster in a suit, you can wear anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, he's usually wearing like a khaki colored suit with a blue shirt. I know. I'm, that is a, Like in, in Maui or some bullshit. Well, so, but I will say the greatest James Bond ever wore Rolex. Mr. Really? Sean Connery. Yeah. Sean Connery. Oh, he did? Sean Connery wore a... Oh no. gosh, fifty-five thirteen. Yeah. All right. So Maybe here, here, 55, 13, here's here's Brosnan in a tuxedo, wearing a watch. He now, wears a Speedmaster, though, I, doesn't he? I yes. can't see Brosnan? what it is. Brioni's in in, in Omega. Breitling snuck in there at one point too. Yes, with was, uh, Roger Moore, I believe. Here he yeah, is. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. Who it was. So You're here right. is Daniel Craig in a tuxedo, and he's got a watch on. Omega Speedmaster. But he's got a watch th- th- on. That's that, that's a fictional character. Yeah, but he's still saying. James Bond, and I think if he can wear, but he, but see, here's here's uh, Sean Connery tuxedo holding a gun, but he doesn't have a watch on. This is a, um, this is probably my favorite. It's a dual time. Okay. Oh, I love. I, you know what? I love a good GMT or yeah. dual time function. So that's this good is a, a dual time with a date. And this one, I had, I put the black strap on this one. Now, usually you, on this. One. Did you get the new straps yet? No. Okay. Uh, because I'm asking him wow. to replace this one. Um, and you can see the, I sweat through it. Yeah. Actually, at a Ferrari show. That's yeah. a Lambo That's a... show in Columbus. Oh yeah. You see, I sweat. And yeah. I, I want to replace this. That's a. This is a. Uh... A twenty eight eight hundred beat rate too. Yes, that's a that's a good yeah. so nice an ex- movement. and a big date, yeah. a, a dual date there or whatever Exib- you call them. Both of these have exhibition backs. Yeah, Ex- I do. Yeah. I did notice that. That's that's a. I feel like that should be that's that's another thing I don't like about Rolex is that they don't have any exhibition mo- like they don't exhibition care. case models. Now listen, I don't think all like the Samariner doesn't make a lot of sense to have an exhibition case back. It's yeah. a dive watch. I don't, yeah. I don't really You know, this strap is fantastic. Well, I got to tell you, is that rubber yeah, or is that leather? I cannot tell. Might be a hybrid. Because it's stitched like leather, but it feels like rubber to me. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice strap. Because that's a diamond. That's what watch. I noticed that same thing. So, and I love a compressor case. What's the, the, it's a waterproof watch. Longines makes the legend diver have you seen that watch no that's a compression a, a compression style case as well it's got yeah. a dual crown so one of those crowns want uh, like is it, controls it the watch the other one yeah. controls the yeah the internal yeah. dial that's so longine makes the legend diver which does that as well so i'm going to tell like. you why i have that watch i wanted a u-boat 
So my mom and I go, there, there's a there's a local watch dealer near us. Okay. Who used to have. Well, he knows because we had the, we, that's where our meetings are. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Yep. I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. He used to carry. Fun stuff. Ulysse, cool Nardin. Yeah. Cuervo. Cuervo, Yuba, all kind of cool yeah. stuff. Stellan Ross, Romain uh, Jerome. Really cool stuff. Yeah, really cool. Now it's Mickey Mouse, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care. No. So anyway, after what he did to me, I wanted, (laughs) I wanted a U boat. Okay. So my mom and I went to go look. Yeah. And I picked out a U boat Classico. Yeah. Just kind of like the literally the classic, you know, U boat, right? And then the name, you know, (laughs) he was like, um, you know they have a they have a section of one of their cases for pre-owned watches. I don't like pre-owned watches. I don't like wearing someone else's no. watch. Okay, I mean that. Now here's I the get that. here's yeah. the deal though. Obviously, if I want something like a Hulk or a Panda, you know, like a fifty-seven, you know, there there might come a time where You're gonna have for to me own. to get yeah. a Hulk, it might need to be pre-owned. But do you I'm like ta- the Hulk? That's I I want a Hulk. Do you really like the bad. Hulk because it's a Hulk, or do you like the Hulk because it's ridiculously collectible? It's called the Hulk, and I just want a watch called the Hulk. Okay, I, I want to be able All right, to say that's, that that's a whole different answer, and I'm I'm, yeah. I'm glad you yeah. gave it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just I just want to be able to tell. I'm glad people you gave that answer. That, that yeah. I, as you can see, I'm a fan of comics. Comic yeah, I, I like all the. I love a lot, it. Of, a lot of Superman and Batman and you yeah, the, know. the the Invicta next to me is yeah, uh, the Invicta Superman ridiculous. watch. Yeah, I'm not an Invicta guy. I had one for a long. I had a couple for a long time. Yeah, but, I only uh, own it because it has super. It's Superman. I mean, yeah, I would never buy it. They are otherwise. display watches. You ever seen the, um, like the you ever, they? I think they call them the Bolt Zeus Magnum. No, you ever seen these watches? No, Invicta is ridiculous. They are, they are so large. Yeah, that it makes diesel watches look tiny. Yeah, they're really nuts. Or IWC for that matter, because IWC yeah. makes a fat watch. Yeah. Well. I have a flight deck, U-boat. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah fifteen millimeter. Big. Yeah. Well, that's it's a 20, so. It's an. I think it's eighteen millimeter case. You can like knock someone out yeah, with that. Yeah, that's I've thick. literally hit somebody with it before. Yeah, you have to like register that as like a weapon. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> no, it, and, and you know what? It's you. F- yeah, it's, it's a, heavy. That's a thick yeah. watch. Well, like. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm getting the new U-boat Classico, and while I'm kind of standing there, yeah, there's that that. Cuervo is in the used uh, section. Yep. And I'm just kind of looking while he's getting the U-boat ready to go and all wrapped up and everything. And I was like, what, what is this? And he goes, well, that's a Cuervo. And, it, and he goes, yeah, it's pre-owned. And, and then he said, it comes in a humidor. And all, you know, he was telling me, and I said, well, that's kind of, so he brings out the humidor and everything. Yeah. He, bring, he takes the watch out. And I could tell the guy, he said the guy never wore it. The guy bought it and then traded it in. Yeah. And I could tell just by looking at the watch, there were no creases in the band. Like, you can tell this guy. Yeah, you, you can tell easily with leather. He leather never bands, yeah. wore. We can tell easily with bracelets, too. Yeah. You can see wear spots so oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. And then he brings out the humidor. And I love cigars. And yeah. my mom is like, do you want this one, too? And it's not that expensive. That watch is not that expensive. I I have the receipt. I can show you. It that's wasn't, what, so that's what yeah, I was going to ask it wasn't you. Like I, know a huge I know that's expense. I know that's rude to ask, but what do those things no. run? Because I like. I mean, so the <laughs> new ones they're like five grand. So yeah, they're between three and ten, depending on which one. Like the yeah. Prada cop, 
the bronze ones. I swear to God, that was like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh, really? No that kidding. Was, well, yeah. it was pre-owned, so he yeah. couldn't charge. Even if it wasn't worn, it's still pre-owned. That's like I gotta do that. I gotta find like a. Pre-owned you know what? One when those. we're done, I'll yeah. show you the, the diamond receipt. one. Was close. It was like eighty-five. Yeah. But yeah, there's two see, carats so, of but diamonds. But if I, in it. I'm telling you though, if I had eighty-five hundred bucks right now, that Mercedes IWC. Is it Listen, oh. And now they're, they're, I think they're seventy five. Listen, or 70, I, I, I was just eight thousand. I was just a boy. <laughs> I was an inexperienced watch oh, okay. collector. Okay, I was just a boy with with well, an, uh, very gullible. Can I can I tell you something that when but I it struck me like you said yeah That's, when you it's look a at something yeah. when yeah. you saw the Cartier Listen, Santos, I'm gonna you, tell you something. You were like, listen, yeah, wrap it up. So basically, I went That's your there. Phrase. I, I yeah. went there to yeah. get. Oh, yeah. I went there to get love the it. Rolex Datejust, which is a very special watch to me for a lot of reasons, which we can talk about. In yeah. But when she showed me that Cartier yep. with, with the blue dial, I knew I was going to own it. But I, <laughs> I just yeah. spent, I just spent fourteen grand on a Rolex, so I, I, I just wasn't prepared for yeah. that purchase at that point. But it's, I think it is a special edition, but it, it's not like there's only two in the whole country or something. It felt, right. it felt like even if I waited a year. Yeah. And so almost a year later, I went and I bought it. And then when I went to get my Chanel straps, they had another one in the case. So this, oh, wow. this watch is attainable. I, I knew it wasn't like you're never going to see one like, like ever again. To me, Cartier's are underpriced. No, I, 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 I. When I look at one, yeah. I think that they're you like triple so? the price, a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, okay. So I see. This is where we might rub elbows a little bit here. So the Cartier tank must mm-hmm. is forty two hundred dollars mm-hmm. for a quartz watch. A quartz watch. Now, listen. This is my problem with Grand Seiko. Okay. Yeah, I I'm, love Seiko. Uh, I have. I, so if, people if who you, buy Grand Seikos need like. They need like, <laughs> like waterboarded. Now listen, <laughs> <laughs> that's a strong opinion. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry because no, I listen. I <laughs> like send them to Quint- guys. Autonomo. I no. can't wait to do the keyword tags for this YouTube oh, yeah. video. <laughs> waterboarding, Guantanamo Water- Bay, <laughs> Grand Seiko. That's <laughs> so no. Listen, I. Seiko makes a phenomenal watch. I have an I have an SPB two two three, which wow. I think is which is if you it's the Sharp Edge series GMT, mm-hmm. and now I think that watch is on par with Grand Seiko in terms of quality. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've looked at it through the jeweler's lube, and also when I say on par with Grand Seiko quality, I mean it also has a shitty bracelet. Um, okay. Grand Seiko can't make a bracelet to save their lives, but they can make a watch. Their watches are well built. Yeah, and I think Mr. This, Wonderful loves them. I think yeah, Kevin O'Leary is like he get also a Grand he Seiko. also loves red straps on yeah. every single watch. Well, but yeah, but but <laughs> he's but trying to be relatable. Of, the, yeah, <laughs> but but that's also for a Shark Tank. He also he also someone asked him that question like, "What's your best value for under a thousand dollars?" And then he said, "The best value for any watch is a Grand Seiko. Yeah. Name a Grand Seiko you can buy for a grand." I don't even it know. First, yeah. first of all, yeah. first of all. Quality, best quality you can purchase under a thousand dollars is Hamilton. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's no competition. Yeah. There I've, are some I've Seikos. There are some Seikos in that in that neighborhood. Yeah. But as a brand, yeah. Hamilton takes the cake. Yeah. The Hamilton khaki, which I know you have one, I have one. Well, yeah. I don't know, Jason, do you have one? 
No. He, he's, I, I'm just Mickey Mouse here. Get on the he's train. Listen. Yeah, he's okay. getting there. Get on the train. I'm telling well, you what, you Hamilton know, Khaki is addicting. Yeah. That watch is awesome. So I have the titanium. So it has yeah. the exhibition case back. Yeah. Um, and I think it's mine PVD does. Blasted. I think it's nice. mine does. Do they all? I don't know if they do. Yeah, I, I think mine does. Yeah. Well, like yeah. I, like I was at the at the Truno store in New York, the Time Machine store, right by a, by a, by. It's in a Trump Tower. Yeah. Oh, Torno. Yeah, a, a Torno. Oh, yeah. What the hell did I say? I'm, you I'm, did. You did. You did. A, a no, Truno. No. That, that's the know. Prime Minister no. of Canada. Tor- yeah. <laughs> Trudeau. <laughs> Yeah, don't go to his store. No. Jeez. Yeah, call me bastard. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be Fidel Castro's see- secret son, right. you might as well be yeah, prime minister. Yeah, that's right. Like when, He's definitely not. I don't know what you're talking about. When they put a picture of him and Fidel next to you. They're it's like, literally it's like, identical. It's like, I'm sorry, but you are Fidel Castro's offspring. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, anyway. First of all, Torno sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so first service wise, they are terrible. Yeah. So I don't know, but when I lived in Manhattan, I would go down there. Yeah. As not only a huge Trump fan, but a huge watch fan. Yep. And you know, so before it, all, all the political stuff, you used to be able to go in Trump Tower and buy books and T-shirts and ties and and I bought so the white Make America Great Again hat. I bought that <laughs> in Trump Tower. There you go. When he decided to run for president, and however, I was gonna say I've never seen a white one. Yeah. Well, first off. This was before the red one became like a symbol. The yeah, a symbol. It they had all different colors and stuff. Well, you know, if he used a white one, he'd be white power. Yeah, it'd be yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> There's the answer. And then red is the Republican, you know, color. Correct. You know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. yep. so I bought that one in Trump Tower when he announced. Like the day after he announced he was running, I went right down and, and I bought that. No hat. kidding. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then they had to pull all the merchandise out of the of Trump Tower, so you couldn't buy his books or times, right? Because you couldn't even get in there. I remember when he was president <laughs> yeah. in, yeah. Oh, gosh, oh my god, twenty seventeen. I went there. Cross... You couldn't even get in. Yeah. No. So like, I was walking somewhere. There were armed guards. Yeah, I was and walk... serious armed guards. Listen, he during his presidency, I was walking somewhere. Yeah. And in front of Trump Tower was a guard in a booth, and I said, "I'm just trying to get to," and they go, "Empty your." It was in. It was like the airport. Just to walk in front of Trump Tower, you had to go through like um security. So I always walked on the. I didn't live anywhere near there, but when I was down there, I'd walk on the other other side of of the street. Yeah. But um. Oh my god! So you're in Torno. Oh, so anyway, so I'm. I forget why I was down there. I think I was just. It was a Sunday or Saturday, and I just wanted to go like like look at watches, and I was like, "What is this? Is this an automatic watch?" I go, "Yeah, it's a Hamilton khaki automatic." Said, how much is it? Five hundred bucks. I said, wrap it up. An automatic watch, five hundred bucks. <laughs> wrap it not up. Only, wrap uh, it up. Wrap it up. I said, wrap it up. Not only, not only is it five hundred dollars in an automatic watch. It's oh. well built. Yeah, for five hundred dollars. It's a great watch. Now, I, 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 um, I have a new strap on it because I would, I wear out leather straps because I sweat. You know, they're, so their khaki field titanium comes on a hybrid strap. It comes mm. on like a rubber, like a rubber hybrid strap. Highly recommend. I'll have to bring that in for you. Is it is it rubber on the inside against your skin? Yeah, and then it's actually it's on actually so it's it might actually be entirely rubber, but it's kind of like a textured rubber. It looks neat. I'll bring it in for you guys yeah. sometime. But it's a cool watch. Now retail, they're like a thousand dollars. Okay. If yeah. you go on Joma's shop, they're like six hundred bucks. Yeah. And honestly, so I bought it on Joma's shop because I'm not going to pay a thousand dollars for Hamilton. Yeah. Um. Not that they're not good watches, but if I'm 
in the market for a thousand dollar watch, Hamilton's not the first brand I'm going to think of. But for five hundred bucks or six hundred bucks, all day. Sure. Yeah. 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 And Seiko makes a good watch. I think Seiko, like the Seiko Five Sports watches, are are great. What are they, they have like the. Uh, I'm trying to think what the name of the movement is in that watch, but it's like you know it's decent and like you know it's it's great uh, for the price. But Hamilton makes a great quality watch that competes with it. It, it punches far above its weight. Yeah, for five hundred dollars. Oh awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Hamilton, yeah. Hamilton. So to answer the question that was asked to uh, Kevin Mr. O'Leary yeah. that couldn't answer it. Um, yeah. For under a thousand dollars, that or have you ever heard of Wise watches? No. So they're out of Thailand. Question. Wise. Mark? Here, let me look it up. Yeah, Wise timepieces. So how about this? Okay. Is it just like Wise, like W I S E? W I S E. Yep. Now, you ready for this one? Do you know your stainless steels? So the standard, the the industry standard for stainless steel and watches is three sixteen L stainless steel. Mm-hmm. Correct. If you know your Rolex steel, 904L. Correct. Wise makes all their watches from 904L wow. steel, which is impressive because they're $700. Dude, this really? watch is called I kid the, you not. This watch is called the Hitman. Yep, they have the Hitman. What? They have like yeah, no, I'm not kidding with you. They are they are 904L stainless steel, which I do have to say is a softer metal so it scratches easier, but they but, This is on sale for 330 bucks. Blue bezel, blue dial, because you know me. Yep. It's got to be blue. Boom. <laughs> These are from Thailand? Got to yeah. be blue. Lady boys? Yeah, I think they're like... <laughs> does it come with a lady boy? It does not. Dude, uh, that video, Jason... Well, I actually, I have Jason no idea. sent me this video. <laughs> oh, Jesus. This yeah. guy is in Thailand <laughs> yeah. talking to a lady boy, and he goes, you're, you're such a lady. And he goes, no, I'm a lady boy. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're yeah, such like, you're oh, such really? a you're such a beautiful lady. No, I'm a lady boy. Full. Like I have a penis. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of yeah. video? It was so funny. Jason, like, I was what, done. what are you into? I, I, oh not, man. I, I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, I want to know how you found that. I don't know. Oh, it's let's just, not get it. Yeah. No, it's just it's on it's on the TikTok and shit. That's okay, be... here's the hitman. I'm looking at they're, they're actually pretty good looking. Wow. That's what I'm telling it's you. It's automatic, two hundred meters, three hundred and thirty bucks on sale. Boom. Tell me, up. tell me those aren't cool. Wow, they're on sale. I know. For under $1,000. And look at the loom. I know. The, okay, so the loom is absolutely shocking. Wait, the, the loom on the bezel loom to bezel, well. correct, yep. And really? it's a phenomenal loom. I actually watched a, a video on one of the reviews. for Customize your second hand? Oh, yeah. What does that even mean? Chris, who are you? Dude, listen. Wow, we're getting an education. Listen. Oh my God! I don't know much, but I know my watches. That's strong. Wise I'm, watches. I'm gonna get yeah. one of these. Twenty dollars uh, off your first order. I'm yep. getting one. Let's just wrap it up. Let's all just just buy one <laughs> right now. There you go. Deal. <clears throat> Ooh, I like the rubber. Oh, look at this one. Oh, you can have fun with this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it I comes with it comes much. with two straps. Look at the box it comes in. Did you see the picture of the box? I'm worried it's from Thailand though. Like, why is it in Thailand? Hey, I mean, I don't know. You, know. You, buy, you buy Seiko, they're from Japan. Yeah, that's, that's true. a good point. You know that's what I mean? True. Like, you buy, I mean, you ever had a Seagull? I have a Seagull 1963. Oh, so, look at this one. Adam, or uh, Adamus. Oh, uh, yes. That's So that's that, their dive watch with the loom oh, bezel. Oh, look yeah. at that dial. It's, it's. 
has loom. a really cool dial. And that loom is absolutely striking. Wow. Look how bright it looks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Photo. Wow. And it lasts box. a long time, too. Yeah. Did you know that the Speedmaster has a loom disc underneath the dial? And that's why it's so bright. So the old ones just had the markers that had the yeah. loom. Now the they're three cut two out. Ones. It, yes. Yeah. And now there's a disc underneath, and that's why it's so there bright. Is, there is a complicated reference number for for uh, Omegas. Yeah. You know how long Rolex, or uh, not Rolex, Omega reference numbers are? They're long. I don't even know them. But I know the movement, the movement in the original Omega Speedmasters was a 321. Yeah. But, now, and then it was the 1861, now it's the 3861. 3861, yeah. Right. And then, so, but the, so this is actually back to the Moonwatch conversation. Moonwatch. This is interesting. You know. The Bulova Lunar Pilot. Do you yes. know the history behind this watch? I know yes. that. It's very interesting. I know that it did go to the moon because was the, a, it was a the, prototype. The Omega broke or something? It, yeah. So the glass came off of, I don't know his first name, Scott, something Scott. Yeah. But it was, uh, um, he had an Omega Speedmaster because they were standard issue to the astronauts yes. at the time. But he brought his, as a personal item, because yeah. he brought some personal items, he brought a concept from Bulova who competed in the same market, this- right? The Daytona also competed in that for the NASA thing. Well, the, the glass popped off of his Speedmaster. And so he brought out his own personal bull of a lunar pilot which at the time if you know now they're powered by like some fancy quartz movement at the time they had a valju 72 in them okay but he did there are photographs of him on the moon wearing that bull of a lunar pilot so it really is and people like say oh it looks like a ripoff speedmaster no 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 it was that's what nasa wanted yeah for their spec that's why it looks the way it does yeah. it was meant to look that way it was meant to go to the moon there are plenty i mean like in it was the a history of moon in, the hist- in the history of lunar watches there are tons that look like that yeah concept wise yeah. yeah right only two ever actually made it yeah and bulova is the other the other moon watch and for 500 bucks yeah it's a you can have yeah Exactly, and again, I know My it's buddy not Anthony the same in experience. LA has a bull of a uh, yeah. What's it? Lunar lunar star, pilot. Lunar pilot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There were. Did you like when we were at the thaw? Yes. Remember, um, John that was sitting with us. Yes. Yep. Um, that's so they went to school together. Okay. Like, oh yeah, yeah, John. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you, did you like his Speedmaster with the um, leather strap? The le- the, but it was brown with the white contrast stitch. And I did like that. I yeah. like that a lot. I think that's so. I think everyone gets the moon watch with the bracelet because that's what's acceptable and that's the the big thing. I I do like the brown. I like when people kind of venture out. I like people yeah. that wear the dark side of the moon watches. I like oh, people that I wear the gray the side, side of, the of the moon. Like it's it's okay. Like. I need, this a Sno- a- I need a Snoopy. Oh, he's Silver Snoopy. Oh, my God. Oh. I want a Snoopy. Oh, silver Snoopy. <laughs> like, that's I the want move. a Snoopy bad. Yeah. But, yeah. but but because they're they're trading for more than a Vacheron 1921, yeah, I'll never own a Snoopy. It's insane. I just want a Snoopy because Snoopy goes over the moon. Yeah. yeah. I think that's unbelievable. I, that is, that is, first that's of all. so cool. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah, it's unbelievable. They they use both you know, sides to be a work of art, you which, know, which yeah. I like. You know, you were saying like Rolex, it's boring in the back because yeah, like, who cares? Nobody's gonna look at the back. Omega was like, no, when you're not wearing the watch, you, you, you can look at the back. They are they are brushed it. in one direction on the case back on a Rolex. You ever seen that? Really? Yeah. If you notice, I'll I'll show you that. But well, yeah, please don't don't labor yourself taking off your Submariner. <laughs> 
It's all <laughs> anyway. I'm gonna ignore that one. <laughs> it's brushed in one direction on the case back. This is a beautiful watch. It is a beautiful watch, and and so this is the other. I thing I feel too. incomplete. No, what I don't. Are you ha- I don't have a sub. So, get get yeah, one. Is, so that's so that is the portion. You have a date. He's going diving after we're done. I know. He's going to look for manatees. He could be underwater. <laughs> that's that is the portion. Oh, you're right watches. about you're right about that. Yeah, it is the industry standard. It is the yardstick to which every other watch is compared, whether it's the best or not. There are better yeah. cars than the Porsche 911. Sorry to the Porsche fans out there, but it's true. Thank yeah. you for saying it. Yeah. Right. However, you're right about. I never noticed this. It, yep, it's it's unidirectionally brushed. That's but those small wow. little details. That is why this is so. This is always my thing. I said when I went into that ad for the first time. Can I try time, this on? Please, yeah. And oh, it's, please. Uh, <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'll just buy another one tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> like, take it home with you. He's like, take it home. It, it, it's a party gift. <laughs> you know, I do like the clasp on the uh, and it adjusts. It it's adjusts. a good slide. Yeah, yeah, and that's a huge that on so, the date dress. It doesn't have the, that that uh, double clasp. Yeah, oh, the, the oyster lock. The, yeah. they uh, Rolex is obsessed with the term oyster, just like Pittsburgh they is obsessed it. with the word beaver. French fries? <laughs> Be- well, French, <laughs> French fries, that's the other thing. Beaver, everything's named beaver. Beaver County, beaver this, beaver that. <laughs> beaver. And then city. You guys have a lot of cities. You have Elwood City. You have Grove City. Yeah, we yeah. do. You have Evans yeah. City. Yeah. You have city, this, city, that. And then run. And then the, yeah. You got Brady's run. You got yeah. Crow's run. You got yeah. this, this, that. There's, There's nothing run or city about this. Yeah. <laughs> that's See, it's right. funny because, like, correct, yeah. because we're, like, from here, I've yeah. never even considered yeah. well, I was up in I was up in Oil City. You, you know I mean? Oil City, yeah. Yeah, like two, two three weeks ago. <laughs> Oil City. Shout out to Oil City on TMPSpodcast.com. <laughs> First of all, Damn not only here. is there nothing city about it, there's nothing oil about it. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how this it got This is 101.1 Oil City's top hits. <laughs> the Drive at Five. Yeah. I I don't know, man. But it's, uh, no, but it, so, yeah, that, but it's the small details like that that actually make that watch worth the money. Yeah. And I know this is, this is a common gripe with Rolex. It's like, oh, the watches are $10,000. Like, you could buy, like, I, you see a lot of videos out there, you know, 10 alternatives to the Rolex Mariner, you know, yeah. like, and that's the thumbnail and everything like that. I really, I genuinely believe there is no substitute for the Rolex Mariner. And the reason is because when you buy your alternative, when you buy your Casio Duro, cause I have one yeah, to scratch the same edge. When you buy your Tudor Black Bay 58. Yeah. Because you want a Rolex Mariner alternative alternative. The only thing you're going to think about is why didn't I buy a Submariner? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's it's close and it does it does the same things, but not to the same degree. I, I really do I really do think it is oh it is worth its weight in gold and it makes a lot of sense that these things trade for ridiculous amounts of money. This is this is really comfortable. It is. It's the most comfortable bracelet. I will say the Jubilee bracelet though is very comfortable. I do like the Jubilee bracelet. But I like you know, certain things they did on the inside of the clasp. The metal is a lot smoother than you see on Mike, are you bracelets. okay? Yeah, I was trying to look up the Casio Duro, and I accidentally turned off my my computer. Oh, that's, uh, oops. That's a, that's a very big difference. It's now back on. Functions. Um, it's now back on. How so, am I, how am I re- we, so I apologize if a couple seconds of the show got not recorded. I didn't want to be hard on it. No, you're good. No, this Casio Duro is a good-looking watch. Yeah, I have one on. A, I have that on the that NATO that mine is on now. I actually had on my Rolex for a little bit. This too. is a this is a great piece, and it's it's not too heavy. 
No, it's not. It, it, substantial. That's what I'm saying. Wow, it's, 60 It's substantial bucks. enough, but it. But tell me what part of this watch doesn't make sense. It, it all fits. It was all functional. You know what? I always said I thought it was funny that they put a Cyclops over the date because it ruins the glass. Like the sapphire glass. It looks I, weird. I like the Cyclops. But to be honest with you, every time you look at the watch, you're like, I'm in the date. actually looks like it's a proper yeah. size. It's, it's stupid little things that Rolex did yeah. that make a ton of sense. At the end of the day, they add up. It just... Yeah, makes sense. It's a watch that makes sense. It, you know, everybody complained they went from a forty millimeter to a forty-one millimeter case. Okay. I personally like a forty-one better than a forty, but I mean that's just me. But it fits a wider variety of wrists. Uh, yeah, I more like people the, have a forty-one. I, I actually like forty-threes too. The Rolex Submariner, the reference among divers' watches. It is. <laughs> There's your watch flying through the screen right now. Let's configure a Rolex Submariner. So, you know what? Another a, a, a dream watch of mine is to have the white gold Submariner with the blue bezel. Oh, the, oh. that is a great okay. looking piece. That's... I really wish they made that in the steel <laughs> because I love the blue bezel. Okay. Wow. So, 40 grand. That's the, that's the one I really want. Yeah. $40,000. It's, yeah. it's white gold with yes. a blue bezel. Yeah. Like that is yep. gorgeous. Yeah, but it's all, but that's the thing. It's all white gold. So, yeah, you're right. It's 40 grand. Yeah. Wow. It's but insane. what a stunner. It looks good. Yeah. And not, the, my only question is why would you make a dive watch in a white gold? Right. Because no one's First of all, if that it. watch was released in stainless steel, there, there would be. Yeah, you a thought. Run the, on you, you oh, thought you mean the, you with thought, the blue bezel? You thought oh, the yeah. Kermit had a long line. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I'm, I'm not at a Kermit right now. Oh, oh, that's um, no, no, no. That's the sermit. Right, let me ask you something. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. See, I'm always confused. What is a Kermit? So a Kermit. So pre-reference. So the twelve sixty six ten is the reference number we're yeah. on for Samariners right now. Previously, it was the eleven sixty six ten. So the eleven sixty six ten actually had an aluminum bezel insert. Yeah, another ceramic and a forty millimeter case. So now they're now the new the twelve sixty six ten has a ceramic bezel insert and the green for the ceramic bezel insert is slightly darker so people yeah. call it the starbucks which is silly i just like a lot of like a lot of enthusiasts call it the sermit okay. ceramic kermit see that's a, so, a lot of if you hardcore omega guys yeah they wanted the updated speedmaster to have a ceramic bezel and it doesn't right and and i'm like well that's just a difference yeah, it's, it's not like a reason not to buy the watch. The, the only thing that they need to bring back permanently on the Omega Speedmaster, two things. First of all, the broad arrow. I love the broad yeah, arrow yeah. hour hand. That should be that should be synonymous with Omega Speedmaster. Matt that should be the trademark. Arrow. Matt wants a broad arrow. The yeah. other thing yeah. that they need to bring back is the dot over ninety. I know they it did. looks. They good. did. No, but they only brought it back on like that that stupid like uh what that ridiculously expensive one. No, no, they didn't. It's on. It's on the new one. Oh, they bring it. Up? Okay, thirty eight sixty one. So, I, so I changed my the broad arrow yes. though. I do think the broad arrow should be the signature. It should be like Rolex's Mercedes hand. Yeah. Which, by the way, I do. I didn't think I was going to be a huge fan of the snowflake hand on the Tudor, but I almost like the snowflake hand better than the Mercedes. Because I've seen, uh, I've now seen Tudor Submariners with the snowflake hands, and I think they look really spectacular. I like this GMT Master Two with the blue and black bezel, but that fully blue. The Batman or the Batgirl? The Batman's <laughs> the oyster, and the Batgirl. The Batgirl's the Jubilee. the Jubilee. Yeah, I like. I, I, I do like the GMT Master Twos on the Jubilee. <laughs> I, do, I do, but I like the Jubilee yeah. bracelet. GMT though. should have a have a Jubilee. Yeah, I like the Jubilee. Yeah, uh, I agree. 
Oh, I see. They have the oyster steel. No, no, no. They're both oyster steel, but one the is oyster bracelet. Yeah, so the oyster, this is the oyster bracelet. That's what I'm saying. Rolex is obsessed with the term oyster. Well, oyster case, yeah, oyster steel, oyster bracelet. That's, that's the waterproof yeah. thing. Yep, the that's oyster the whole case. Fact that yeah. That's from back in the day when now watches go so underwater. I told Mike, uh, we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, it's been, go, two hours. it's been two hours. Yeah, geez. Um, but I, I was telling Mike the other day, I think what I'm going to do, because, you know, watches are like this meandering path. Yeah. Right? And you're like, ooh, this is shiny and this is cool. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do is just make like a list of like five watches. Yeah. And no matter what, not deviate from getting those five watches. My yeah. next five. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just block everything else out. So there's yeah. so there's the question. How do you there be a good takeaway from this? How do you focus <laughs> on just a few? Because I mean if you're like what, me with watches and cars, everything's cool. Well not everything, but just yeah. select few of everything. What don't you have? Is is kind of in my mind the question you have yeah. to ask. Okay, I have like that IWC that I liked with the green. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but I have one. So, so I was telling them basically, like, and you saw it in my video. Yeah. Um, I love U-boats. I'd love to have another one. Yeah. But if I have three to five grand to spend on a watch, I already have a U-boat. So I'd rather put that towards something that I don't have. Um, yeah. Something that I want that I don't have. Mike wants to diversify. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, that's kind of my thing. Buy a Grand Seiko, the best value for money you Well, I know. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Get water. I'm going to tell you. The only reason why I want a Grand Seiko is... Is there's a Grand Seiko like 60th year edition watch that is all the you like the high beat? It's called the Superman. That that's the yeah, nickname. It's the, it's the it's the high. They have the high beat automatic in those. It's the blue dial with the red second hand. The the, the nickname for the watch. Yeah, and that's, and as you can about. see, I'm kind of a Superman fan. So yeah. that's the only reason why I'd buy a Grand they're Seiko. They're like six grand. Yes, they're like six grand. So for a Seiko, a Grand Seiko. So they put grand. <laughs> Okay, I but, mean, but again, it's, it's the worst. It's not high on my list. I mean, I, I'd rather buy a Speedmaster. If I had six grand right now, I'd go buy a Speedmaster. I wouldn't buy the, uh, yeah. the Superman. If I were to buy a Grand Seiko, SBGA two eleven. Yeah, I don't know much about them. That's the they call it the snowflake. Yeah, that's about it, though. Yeah, I, I like. I feel like once you've had. Uh, you know what I don't like? Their entire catalog of sports watches are look like trash. I'm sorry, but they they yeah. they, they, they <laughs> their dive watches their yeah. dive watches look like someone took a Seiko turtle and slapped the name Grand in front of it in a spring drive movement. And they said, "Great, we're going to charge you six thousand dollars for this watch you could have gotten for a thousand. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, the thing. Why? I don't know. No, but I mean, I, like I want, I really want a Speedmaster because yeah. that's like a foundational piece. Yeah. Yes. And then I, I think after that, it might not be in a year, but yeah. maybe a couple of years, I'm gonna get a um, Duetto JLC. That, yeah. That's oh, with the blue leather strap uh, looks yeah, really good. That's the one. That's a good piece. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what I'll get. Yeah, I mean Speedmaster. Hopefully Reverso. they still have it when I'm when I'm ready to buy. They yeah. Will. <laughs> yeah. They will because nobody buys those because they're too busy buying Rolexes, which yeah. are. I mean, I want to get a Speedmaster, a Reverso, an IWC Portuguese. Um, uh, I'm not Mercedes edition. You know the Lake Tahoe. You know, like nobody can get a Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Oh yeah, that 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 white. There was a white on those. Yeah, the white on white. Was that a ceramic case they did on that? Yeah. I want a Chopard watch. I've always liked them. The Chopard. Yeah. They're really good looking watches. I don't like their. I don't love their styling, but I appreciate. Show part as a brand because they do yeah. 
everything in house. We went to everything. Uh, we went to Luftekalk. Yeah. Um, okay. In um, Indianapolis last year. Yep. And and uh, everything was industrial. Yep. Um, in the bottle shop district of Indianapolis, and in this kind of abandoned warehouse, basically, they had you know long tail nine one sevens and stuff. Oh wow! Like, yeah. On like um like pallets, like wooden pallets. Yeah. And then Chopard had like a boutique set up in. Like behind the nine one seven, and I was like, "Oh man!" Like, like I'm so like I'm not a big Porsche guy, but I was like, I, I see like well the nine seventeen is a car that you have to like as a car guy. Yeah, and I That's was a like, great car. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Like I, yeah. I, I almost like want to buy one. Yeah, like a wa- not a car, a watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine one seven. Yeah, I want to. Yeah. I want to spend fifteen million, million dollars on a on a yeah. nine seventeen. Right, and I was yeah. just like, man, that, that's that's such a good um, pair. Oh, yeah. it'll get you going. Yeah, yeah you're like, oh, you that's going. I gotta have it. Yeah, it, 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 you're in the moment. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Chopard gets some good moments. Yeah. Well, they they made a. I went to, gosh, the twentieth anniversary, I think, of Amelia Island a couple years ago. Wow. Where the Amelia Island Concours. Very fancy. And they had the Chopard had a Amelia Island twentieth anniversary watch. They only wow. made so many of them, and they were like, oh, you can get it and numbered. And so my dad and I came close to getting matching show parts. Listen to this guy. Wow. My dad and I matching wow. show parts. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, I'm starting wow. to get him I'm starting to get him into the watch world. He has a he only has like two really, really nice watches. He's a Breitling um, that he's had for years. I don't even know what it is. I think it's a Chronomat. I love Breitling. And then he's got a he's got a Rolex Deep Sea. Okay. Great watch. Forty-three yeah. millimeter, beautiful watch. Yep, yeah. and it's and you could beat the living daylights out of that thing, and it would still work. You know what? Uh, before the we, CEO of Rolex wears a, a deep sea. Oh yeah, it says a lot. The um, before we uh, wrap this up, I was scrolling through YouTube, and this guy was doing a review of his new sub, okay, Rolex sub, just like yours. Yep, and he had it resting on the crown. Oh. That's a great way to get yourself discredited as a uh, watch And I said, I'm not watching this video because (laughs) you're resting your watch on the crown. You know what? Not that it would break it. No. And he went into a whole thing about how durable it is. It is. And about how ADs stay to rest it on the crown because it's the least amount of surface area. If you rest it on the other side, you'll scratch the side of, of the case. And I said, this is about class. I don't care how it, it looks like shit. You're and gonna, then I saw all these the vi- yeah, I saw all these okay. videos about how you should rest your watch on the crown so you don't scratch the case. I'm like, guys, first off, it looks horrible. You should rest your hands on uh, when you have a manual transmission car. You should rest your hands on the on the gear shifter while it's in gear. You know, actually, you should like push on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what that's ah! saying. Like, you should rest your hand on a piece of functional equipment that's attached to the rest of... I just that feel seems... like I you don't rest your watch on the crown. I, I don't know why I don't that's like that. in that's my like the, head. You know what? That's the same category of people that keep the clutch pu- pushed in when they're at a red light. Yeah. Instead of putting it in neutral yeah, and leaving the clutch go, go out, yeah. they just they they yeah. sit they sit in gear with the clutch in. That's yeah. the same demographic of people. And and uh, <laughs> I saw some other videos where like, oh no, the Rolex AD told me if I'm resting it on a table to rest it on the crown, and that the watches are built well. So and if it's and if it's screwed in, what are they going to say? This watch is not built well. 
please buy it. <laughs> yeah, of course it's, it's built well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I but so but dumb. for me, is that the way to say it? Range or uh, Land Rover dealerships? Yeah, <laughs> it's not no. built well. You should buy it. But yeah. like, but like for <laughs> buy me, another one. <laughs> like I look at the thumbnail of this video, and there's this sub literally laying Resting on a table on, the, on crown. the crown. Yeah, that's terrible. And it just looks Ooh. it looks horrible. Yeah, I don't like that. Um. I don't care if it's screwed in. I don't care how how where well well it's built. Yeah, um, you just don't do that. You just don't do it. I'd feel it's like a it's like a classy thing. It's, it's, it's like it's bad form. Yeah, it's, it's not good form. for the watch. And for an AD to apparently say rested on the crown because it's smaller surface area and you won't scratch the side of the case. I'm like, stupid. what are you resting it on? Gravel? I think that's I, stupid. I don't believe that an AD told someone to rest their watch in the crown. Well, that, refused to that, believe and that. You, that's what he said. So, I mean, I'm, oh, well, I'm, I'm sure listen, he did. I, I'm know. sure he did. I can't. I just and personally I'm, And I don't like to that. get into YouTube comment arguments. I just said it, it's not classy. I said it doesn't look good. That's all I said. I don't care the paragraph about how well it's built and how the crown with all this. I'm, no, no, no. I'm glad you spoke up. Your thumbnail looks like it looks like you don't know what you're doing. Did, yeah. you, did you say it under the TMPS? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad that you, you yeah. spoke up. Now, yeah. Now he's you're, he, he's you're, a, now they know you're not messing around. Yeah. This like what yeah. is this Mickey Mouse? That's yeah. What... Right. You like you love it. <laughs> we gotta get it. Is Listen, this Mickey Mouse understand. T-shirts? I know. You yeah. understand. You I'm a watch to? professional. I, I will. I'll get some. We gotta get. All right, guys. It's been over. It's two hours. This is one of our longer shows. Very long. Well, but you Chris, know what? Chris is very knowledgeable. Very knowledgeable. Very knowledgeable. So, Chris, thank you so much for being here tonight. Hey, Mike. Thanks for wearing a watch on the our. Inaugural watch yeah, show. Inaugural I watch show. Thanks I, for I have the heat. many watches. Yeah. I can <laughs> easily like, bring all your Cuervos. Yeah, hey, I got this my guy's, <laughs> This guy shows up in a hoodie with no watch. Look at this. <laughs> he says, "Bring all the stuff you yeah. got." Yeah, bring all the heavy hitters. I can't believe it. Oh my god! All right, guys. Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having we me. We are definitely going to have to do some more watch shows, Jason. Thank you as usual, Kona. You did very well tonight. The pleasure was all yours. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Michael Papinchak Show. Uh -huh.